Mesa presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wiles. We need to talk about George Foreman. Mm. Now, the reason we brought up George Foreman, I'm not really, I'm not really certain why it came up. But we, I'm like, we need to be having this conversation on the air because... It was oh, because uh, you told me to name my child Jessica. And then I said... I'd Jessica be George, and Jesse Jr. I'd be George Foreman. And we were like, yes. what? And Jesse was like, well, this is interesting. How many of George Foreman's kids are WHL draft eligible? That's what I want to know. We'll find out very soon. Imagine they were all on the same team. So when you Google George Foreman children, <laughs> you get George, Georgetta. Okay. George Foreman Jr. Uh, wait, wait. George Foreman wait, the no, third. No, 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 no. George Foreman the fourth. George Foreman the fifth. But it's not. It's not different generations, as Adam pointed out. It's just his children I'm, that he all named George. I'm less stuck on that. First of all, that's wrong. But at least I get it. <laughs> you can't be George Foreman. Yeah. Have a child named George Foreman. And have another child named George Foreman Jr. Why not? Because! Well, I guess because you could call him Jr. You know, one of them is George, one of them is Jr. And one of them is the third? Yes. And the fourth and the fifth. So that's the thing. Okay. <laughs> if you're the fourth George, it should be the generation after the third George. You don't get to have, you don't get to claim George three Georges. There's one. also a sixth. So George fourth? Edward. <laughs> okay, they just got lazy. He's got 11 kids, right? Ah, uh, let's count them up. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, nine kids. Nine, yes. Two so short of a lot. Over forty percent of his kids are just named George. <laughs> George Foreman. George Foreman two. George Foreman two. The lost levels. George Foreman three. Like what the hell? Now, to be fair, he did throw in a Frida George. So I assume she's Frida George Foreman. She's name. free to free J. Call herself free Frida instead of George something. A, Nata a Natalia. Natalie? Natalie. Oh, okay. There's a Natalie But is me. it like Natalie hyphen George? <laughs> it is not. Natalie uh, George, come here. And a You got an F on your assignment, Natalie George. A Leola. Oh. And a Michi. So there are one. I like Michi. I think it's a good name. Two, three. Three of his children aren't named some version of George. So yeah. it took six <laughs> kids, seven kids yeah. for him to crack. Yeah. Yes. yes it sounds like. Yeah. All right. at, at this point, just start naming them after the various grill numbers. So, like, <laughs> the George Foreman's X1. That's George well, Foreman X2. Here's the thing about him being reckless with those names. Who's going to stop him? Who's going to nope. tell him Nobody. it's a bad idea? What I'm I'm more convinced about just having a, uh, in the situation I'm in, is I have almost zero control over the name of our child. I already know that. Oh, and I know. Caprice had a names list before she met me. She The names were more important than the person she was having the kid with. I, I, I hope it's twins, and I can't <laughs> wait to meet Panago and Capri Sun. <laughs> can't wait. That sounds like a delicious summer twins. meal. <laughs> Or maybe a Saturday night meal, you know. I hope you do have twins. Oh, I, we don't. That'd be uh, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we saw the ultrasound. We only have one. There's ah, only one. Yeah, there, there was only yeah. one in there. We probably. Well, what if there's one who's like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> would have been hard, I think. Nah, but I mean, there's room. Maybe, maybe That's, could be. I heard it's spacious in there. It is right now. It is right now. The kid was like doing flips and stuff. I'm yeah. not kidding. Yeah. Like but, a two bedroom uh, apartment. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just imagining ridiculous scenarios where. One baby pops out from behind the other with a gun, like, stick him up! <laughs> this is a robbery! <laughs> Whoa, where did you come from? The coffee's really good. Um, Sorry, folks. Anyway, uh, so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit 
shocked and a little bit impressed by George's ability to negotiate something like that. Uh. Like, imagine you've got two Georges already and you're negotiating with your wife for the third George. Like, that's... That's impressive. And then and you get up to six. It explains why he was able to have such a successful business career. Imagine, the man is very clearly persuasive. Here's how the conversation went. What are you going to name him, George Foreman? Yes. <laughs> no, I think, the, no, there was a miscommunication on the punctuation there. No, no, that's perfect. Does your opinion on George Foreman's negotiation skills change when I tell you that he's been divorced four times? And he has married a fifth wife. How do you do in the divorces? <laughs> For talking very negotiation, yeah. <laughs> we need to know. It's yeah, a good question. Maybe it's easier to convince your next wife <laughs> about the George thing when you've already like when you divorce the last one. And you're like, well, she didn't like the name George. Which I don't know. You, what, I don't know what you do. Which kids <laughs> are with here. Which kids are with who? Because I want to know if one wife was like, I'm putting my foot down, no variations of George. I bet that's the last three, is it? The last three that have different names? Natalie, Michi, and... No, no, they're all kind of scattered. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. This is the most ridiculous thing. Uh, so you want something other than Nylander talk, do ya? Got your wish. Do you want to hear the nicknames? For we got nicknames. Children? So Can't George Jr. is just George Jr. George the Third is Monk. George the fourth is Big Wheel. George uh, the fifth is Red. And George sixth is Little Joey. So we got Monk, Big Wheel, Red, and Little Joey. Go off, George. <laughs> Do you, George. Whatever, he's a world champion. Yeah, world champion. What are you, you going to say? Nothing. He's world champ. Championship names. That's, That's what right. he does. Championship grills. Burns that <laughs> yeah, fat. You know what? George, we're sorry for grilling you. Oh. <laughs> wow. We really came at him with the heat from both sides. Oh. What? Oh. See? That was, that was See? Good. Thank that you. Was good. Thank you. Gave him the press. Um, we, hey. we just thought that your name choices were a little curious. Oh. Curious, George. It's not as good. Oh, okay. Not as right. good. Right. Not yeah, as good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <Jesse. laughs> you know what's great? When you call a joke clever and don't laugh. It was very clever, Steve. Good on you. You know what? You kind of slipped on the banana peel in the end of the oh, oh, Wow. Wow. There you but, go. Well done, there everyone. Well done. Very, very good. William Nylander mm. makes a uh, return. A lot of money. Oh. Against Detroit. Uh, Dom decision gave Detroit like 26% chance of winning the game, and they did. Uh, however. It's such a. Listen, I don't know how much I believe in the trap game thing. It was written in the stars they were going to lose that game. Everyone knows this, right? Has to be. Uh, they have to lose. The Leafs have to lose that game. So, like, man, I've really tried this whole positive thinking thing with the Leafs and tried not to gloom and doom them like I have in years past. That was written in the stars. That was, yeah. I'm surprised they forced overtime. Well, I mean, it was a great comeback, but I, I think we should start with the fact that William Nylander actually played a game so we can talk about him on the ice. And I know... He didn't even get a practice in beforehand because the team bus broke down on its way to Detroit. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, given that the guy hasn't no, on, played... On his way home from... on The bus's way home from Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Given that he hasn't practiced with the team, I was pretty impressed. Like, Yeah, I mean, he was sloppy a little sure. bit. But the skills are there. Yeah. You saw the skills were there. The wheels were there. Um, the handles were there. There was one play where he fell down in his own end. I'm like, oh, Willie with the rust... And then, uh, oh, man, I can't remember who tweeted it out today, but they're like, what is Gardner doing here? <laughs> I think it might have been Gus Katsaros. And I'm like, what is Gardner doing there? So 
That's I, an, I don't really an ever-present know. question. Yeah. <laughs> and Willie, uh, out of the five goals that were scored against the Leafs in this game, Willie was on the ice for zero of them. None. Not a one. So I don't think he was a liability. He also didn't play a whole, much, uh, whole ton. He was a bigger threat than he was a liability. All in all, considering he had zero practices, he was fine. And I know there were some people that, and, and I think this is a fair take, I disagree with it, but um, uh, you know, there's some people that are like, well, listen, if he's not ready, don't play him. My thought is always, listen, if, okay, if you're, if you're fighting for the playoff spot, and like you're, let's say you're Montreal or you're Boston right now, and you literally cannot afford to lose a game because it will put you out of a playoff spot. That is one thing. I think with the Leafs, it's kind of like, all right, we're in a good spot. We're third in the NHL. Yes, the race is tight, but let's be honest here. We're going to be fine, we think. Um, and why wouldn't we? If it, if, it puts us at a, if it puts us at a bit of a disadvantage for the next five games to have William Nylander playing so that he can get up to speed faster, then I'd rather do that yeah. because there's nothing. The Leafs really he, don't he have a heck of a lot to lose. He wasn't the problem. Well, no, of course he wasn't. And he wasn't the problem at all. But so, it just, it just like you know, he didn't play a shift in the last ten minutes of the third, right? Yeah, like final eleven or something like that. And that's one where like, what? Do you guys practice three on three? Throw him out there, Mike. Come on. Like, if anything, that's what he'd be best at. He hasn't been practicing with anyone, so put him out there when there's as few players on the ice as possible. Totally. You've been working on your skating in Austria or whatever? Let's see it. Um, but the, that whole argument, I think, is just its one giant straw man, like putting yourself at a disadvantage or this, that. Uh, he wasn't part of the problem against Detroit. He wasn't why they lost. Mm-hmm. They were not very good against Detroit. And they have a lot of skill. So even if you're not playing him, they still have a ton of skill. And a ton more skill than Detroit did. They just they didn't show up. You they didn't can't start. lose to Detroit, period, if you're in the Leafs position. You can't lose to Detroit if they're playing their backup. And you can't lose to Detroit if they don't have Bertuzzi and Mantha in the lineup. And Mantha does really well against the Leafs. So disappointed. Written in the stars, man. Written in the stars. If, if it's a can't-lose game... That one's in jeopardy. Now, I wonder partially, too, and we've talked about this before. Sometimes, I mean, every team has stinkers. Every single team has stinkers. Yes, and the Leafs have had, like, none. Yeah. Well, except for Ottawa, Ottawa and Chicago. Um, yeah. But I I think that, again, you know what's It's good when those games happen. I mean, I, there was a couple of things. That I walked away from this game with a couple of things. First thing is, it's nice to be reminded that the bad teams are still pretty good. Oh, dude. That's great. Especially this year. Uh, you you know, can't sleep on a single damn team. And they are a young enough team that they will still do that. I think yeah. when you get over, when you get into the 25, 26, 27-year-old age range, that sort of, um, Im- I mean, I'm going to call it immaturity, but I don't know if there's a better word for it, whatever it is, that learning experience has happened already, right? You've had that experience. You know what that's like. You know that you can't take any team really that lightly in the NHL unless they're the Sabres from a couple years ago. Can I be arrogant for a sec? Sure. This year, a win like that is Detroit's Stanley Cup. Like, like in a season like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I, one of the I right think, spots. I think that's a little much. They're not going to win a ton of games. <laughs> They were up for this one. Yeah, they felt good. They were sure, and and all the odds were stacked against them. All and they of did them. it, all of them, and they won anyway. And good, and that and that's great. I think that this is a great game for Mike Babcock because it shows 
what he always has to say, which is you got to get up for everybody and people are targeting you. Not only are they playing the Toronto Maple Leafs that are a good team, they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs that are always like a national game and a lot of eyeballs on it. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys from Southern Ontario, they're going to get up for that game. And and I think that the Leafs have to kind of understand that. And it's not, I don't make too much of it, but I definitely think that that's great. The other thing that I loved was that they came back and they came yeah. back with in a, in a roaring back. That wasn't even, it was like, no, we're going to come back. It's happening. Whether Detroit likes it or not, and I love that because that's the that's the kill switch. Turn it on, uh, you know. Overtime's a crapshoot. It's go- there are yeah. going to be games where you lose, but they came back Dylan and Larkin they came on the ice. Jeez. totally. But they came back with what a, a chicken shit goal. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It came we'll, back with we'll a vengeance. Is my point, and yeah. it was like, all right, no, we're going to take over. And the fact that they're learning how to do that, that they talk about finding a way to win with good teams, and and what that means is even when you have a shitty game, you come back and you win. And at least, you know, they, they didn't they weren't able to close it out on this one. They had their chances. Tavares made I have to be honest, he it's was great move. all game. He made a bad move in overtime. Yeah. Bad move. Okay. It's well, not a point. Yeah. It's like it's not the end. And I'm, I'm not gonna get mad at John Tavares. At all. Yeah. And they got they it. didn't deserve it at Except all. Except that maybe they did because they came back. I mean, you can't say that a team yeah. doesn't deserve it when they come back from three goals down. Yeah. And should Sparks have had two of those goals? At least one. The third yeah. goal was particularly bad. How um, and the first one the first one where it's kind of at that I bad thought, angle. Uh, but he he was screened, but mm-hmm. he was looking around, and I thought he could see it. And generally speaking, if you see it, you should be able to stop it. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a great game. It's Why does it always have to be a discussion of should Sparks be on the team or shouldn't he? Every freaking game. Every win is a victory. Told you so. I told us so. And every loss is a... Man, someone was like, man, he was in the ECHL. Goalies go through the ECHL all the time. And that was like two, three years ago. What are you talking about? Also, I just want to throw this out there. Last year, when Mac was backing him up, it was, is this la- Mac's last game in the NHL? That was in liter- the NHL. That's what people were saying. Oh, you know, Mac's been really good since they picked him up for nothing, but it's going to fall apart tonight. This is the night. I want- and that, that's, it's just, it's a mentality thing. It's a Leafs thing. People need to understand what a unicorn Curtis McElhinney is right now. He said, this does not happen. The Leafs played the odds, and they won. Do the Leafs have uh, two extra wins? Wait, one? You think they won? No, they won? lost. Oh, well, they won the picking him up, I mean. Well, oh, they won. Yeah, they won picking him yeah, up they for lost free. It. Yeah, sure. They, yeah, you, uh, absolutely. He's a starter in Carolina. There's no question. But over the long term, which we haven't seen yet because it's been like eight weeks since they lost mm-hmm. him, you know, is that going to be the right choice? Remains to be seen. It's a little bit like the Willie conversation. The The conversation with Sparks uh, from the beginning had nothing to do with this year. It's about, the fa- like, Macklin, you're losing him. You're just going to lose him. Would you rather have lost Sparks and Pickard? Now, remember, a lot of you just screamed, yes. And you're saying that now, but at the time, it would have been a dumb move. You would have been losing two goalies in their mid-20s. And one of them was the AHL goalie of the year. And another was like still top 10 in the league. They were both ready for their deserving shot. And McElhaney, you was basically at the height of his value in his entire career in his mid-30s. Like, I, and they still I hate that it, it always has to be a discussion of should or shouldn't they be on the team. Let your backup goalie be the freaking backup. Look at look at how the Leafs just just toyed with Detroit in the third. The spark this loss would not was not Sparks' fault, and he was bad. Can both things be true? 
Sure, I think yeah, and I don't think it means that he's not an NHL goaltender. Hey, um, I mean, but I'll I'll admit to being one of the guys who's unconvinced. Can, can I just? Uh, oh, me neither. Unconvinced, me neither. But I don't need that. To see. I I think we need to look at that as as a end of the season. How did he do? I don't think he's he can played, go. To, what, what was that game six? Yeah, like I don't think he, yeah he's four one and one or something. McElhaney's first. No, Anderson's first night off that didn't involve an injury or the second half of a back-to-back, I think since he was a duck. <laughs> That's bonkers. That's absolutely insane. Or it might have been the first time since Jonas Enroth. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Remember that? Wow. Enroth had to come in in relief one game because Anderson got kicked out because he fought Ryan Miller in the Canucks brawl. <laughs> I, I don't know if Anderson has ever had a day of rest as a as a leaf. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Became a leaf in 2016, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I just I don't think that we need to go game to game deciding whether Garrett Sparks is it's an annoying. NHL goal or not. He he will tell you by the end of the season. Buried the hatchet with him. Oh, you did. I did. So we were at... By the way, give us the context first. Tell us the backstory. Yeah. So well, I guess there was no hatchet ever really. Uh, I. I'd spoken to him. I think it was a you hatchet. Yeah. It was a me. You hatcheted the relationship. Oh, I made it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and you hatcheted it closed. And you hatcheted your own head. Everyone and... I told that story to, looking for like reassurance, they're like, oh, it couldn't have been that bad. What happened? They went, oh. So basically, this was a couple years ago, and Sparks, everything was pointing towards Sparks being done with the organization. I wasn't saying he was a terrible goalie. I just thought he was going to be done with the organization, thought he was going to get traded. The Leafs might have just gotten pickered. I don't remember. Um, And it just looked like Sparks had been leapfrogged. So I meant to text someone, hey, do you think Sparks Sparks is done with the Leafs? I do. And I sent it to friggin' Garrett Sparks, who I had interviewed in the past. Awful. Everyone's worst nightmare. And I did it with the Leafs goalie. Um... Then we all know what happened next. He became the AHL goalie of the year, won the Calder Cup, and now he's the Leafs backup again. Are you the motivation, maybe? Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe yeah. they did it all for the to, to prove Steve Dangle wrong. Well, and I'd never been in the room with the guy since that. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> and and then we were at Sick Kids together. We can maybe talk about that event yeah, a little yeah. later. I definitely want to talk about that. And uh, you know, we like had to like brush by each other and like we locked eyes and knew each other were there, and I'm like I don't know, I'll, I'll see if his number still works. And it was basically like, hey, man, uh, so sorry about that. Still have nightmares over it. Uh, my bad. And he told me, no worries, dude. Doesn't bother me. And that was good enough for me. Well, he is a Toronto Maple Leaf. So whether it did or not, doesn't it can't bother him anymore. He made my, it. My words uh, should mean less than his reality. <laughs> yeah, true. True that. Absolutely. My my words of the past should mean less than his actions of the present. Did that did that conversation make your book, by the way? Did the Garrett Sparks thing? No. Make? Oh, I don't think so. Hey, thanks, Adam. By the way, did you know that you're sitting next to my book? Wow. This is the book. What is your book called, Steve? This team is ruining my life. Where can people pre-order your book? Uh, Indigo. Uh, online indigo.ca I think or indigo.com or just type any in place indigo. they sell books and any place they sell <laughs> books podcatcher is that how I do it is that what it no yeah it's on indigo um, you can pre-order the paperback no there's not going to be a hardcover I'm sorry they also have the ebook available for pre-order that's only like 10 bucks 
And uh, there's going to be an audiobook we're going to record in January. Question. Hardcovers on books. Yes. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it looks nicer. Yeah. I get that. That's the only But like, thing I was paperback, to me, it's like, well, the information's the same. Why does everybody want the hardcover? Just because it looks nicer? cheaper. Why? Packaging? Uh, yeah, probably yeah, it's cheaper to materials, make right? Paperback. I don't know. You're asking the hardcover guy. books are more booky. Yo, you know, book, it feels more like up. a it feels mm. more like a book when you got a hardcover yeah. book. You could fend off a home intruder yeah. with yeah. it. Here's the problem with the book was when you read the book, then it sits on a shelf for years. Mm-hmm. Which is why I download audiobooks and I listen to them. Because I am not interested in having stuff in my house sitting on the shelf for years. Yeah. You could get the audiobook, you could get the Yakub Kindle. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting the audiobook for sure. I'm getting the audio. It's gonna be great. Just tell them tell them you did it for me. <laughs> yeah, I did it for Adam. Because I know Adam wouldn't have read this book otherwise. That's who, that's who I dedicated the book to. <laughs> um, Sabres. Did we talk about the Sabres? Yeah. Man, when was our last show? I don't even know. Was it Tuesday during think, the day? I think it was. I just want to say about that game, because I know it's been overly talked about and broken down in its ancient history, sure was great to have a Sabres-Leafs game that was that close. That awesome. was awesome. Awesome. So much fun. Yeah, and was stuff great. has come out recently because everyone was like, the rivalry is back! And a lot of analytics people came back and said, no, <laughs> because apparently the Sabres aren't all that good. Well, they get one line. Here's the thing. The Sabres are making the playoffs this it's year. It's a line. Yeah. Uh, the Sabres are yeah. 100% making the playoffs. You don't win 10 games in a row and miss the playoffs. They it would, just doesn't happen. Even if they the regress. Weren't okay, they like the first ever team? Yeah. Two, two years. years ago. It's going okay, to be... So it's um, going <laughs> to be... They would have to, even if they regress, I think they're going to make it, yeah. Even even if it's a wild card. Well, who's going to pass? Maybe Boston? Boston maybe passes them. Yeah. But, like, even in, like, I know Montreal's been doing great and stuff, too, but, like, eh. what's uh What's Friedman's American Thanksgiving stat? His oh, favorite it's something stat. like 77% of teams in a playoff spot at American Thanksgiving end up Are making in, the playoffs. In the, yeah, and I think. And if you're four points out, it's like. Only like like less than ten percent. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think I think the Sabers are that, fine. Sabers are pretty good position. Am right I now. am I a believer in the top five team in the league? <laughs> yeah. If the Sabers are gonna go, do I think the Sabers are gonna go deep in the playoffs? I'm not convinced of that yet. They seem to have a one line, a real one line scoring punch. Why did the Leafs have to be in the Atlantic? But uh, who cares? So ridiculous. Eh? Oh well. You know what I like about it? I think everybody looks at it negatively. Well, if, there's no easy path to the Stanley Cup. Right. Like, but get I guess, it out of your head. I guess it's just, it's like, yeah, like the thing about the postseason is you have to play all the hard teams. So if you've been playing all the hard teams all year long, you're used to playing all the hard teams. I think, and you're playing the same hard teams in the first two rounds anyway. And you worry about like, oh, well, is it going to take it all out of you? Didn't take it out of the Caps. Didn't take it out of the That's Caps. It. If it's going to win the, if you're going to win the Cup, it's going to take it all out of you. It's going to take everything. Like, I, I just don't know that the excuses from this or the complaints about this, I don't get it. Like, I would rather, would you rather train with someone who trains all the time or somebody that's never trained in their life? You want a good sparring partner. Yeah. Prepare for your fight. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Babcock was saying that, you know, you want to play good teams. They, they have, I think, their second last game of the season's against Tampa. Great. And you know, Babcock's going to be all worked up for that. Uh, was the Washington Capitals road to the Stanley Cup last year about as perfect as it gets for a fan? They haven't won the Cup, remember. period. Okay, okay. So they haven't won the Cup, period. So they're starved. Yeah. First round, ridiculously improbable comeback Columbus. against the Blue Jackets. Yep. 
Starting Second in game round, three. Slay the Dragon mm-hmm. against Pittsburgh. Yep. Third round, you beat the favorite in the Lightning, and that was a comeback, too. Yep. What was and that? When did they start that comeback? Was that game one or game two? Against Tampa? Yeah. Like what? Or sorry, did Tampa uh, win the they first were two? down. Tampa had two chances to finish him, and Holtby, I believe, two. got back-to-back shutouts. If I'm not That's mistaken, incredible. Yeah, and this was after didn't um, didn't Grubauer start the playoffs for the Cavs? Yes, he did. Yeah, the first, <laughs> and it was actually because he was playing much better than Holtby, and then as soon as they put Holtby in, they started to win. Holtby wasn't even their starter for all of last season. No. It's amazing. <laughs> and then uh, the Stanley Cup final against Vegas. You against know, the team the, that literally like, like had all the magic. All of it. All of it. it it's, oh, God, it's the dream. It's great. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Like, the Leafs, when they do the thing, I'll, t- listen, I'm hungry. I won't say no to any meal you put in front of me. But if you give me... The option, I would like to beat Boston. Right. Which brings us to tonight. Yes. A, a team that, no matter what... <coughs> I don't know. If oh, my God, Adam. Were you aware that you coughed on the recent episode? <laughs> you stupid... Um, no. I, okay, Where's now, the cough button? I don't know this. Is Bergeron back tonight? No, I don't believe he okay, is. So. McAvoy, I think, is. I don't think you get a true... test. played uh, two games already. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you get a true test of the Bruins until Bergeron's in the lineup. But... Yeah. This is a team... That is still very good. Uh, that is definitely going through some adjustments, but they're not a bad team, and they will still probably finish top three in the Atlantic. Uh, I I am wondering um, why this team has the Leafs number, and if the Leafs are worried about... Like, it seemed earlier in the season that the Leafs were still a bit intimidated by the Bruins. I think it's a little bit of a different story now. I think they've got a lot more confidence than they did the last time they played the Bruins. Can I just update on Bergeron? Sure. So, in about... Two weeks, they'll find out if he needs surgery on his shoulder slash collarbone. If surgery is required, Bergeron is likely done for the season. Wow. So there you go. That's enormous. <laughs> yeah. Why is that not the talk of the hockey world right now? Yeah, that came out uh, yesterday, December 7th. So, okay. So let's pretend now he's out for the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Bruins fall out. They miss the playoffs. They miss the playoffs. That is huge news for the The Leafs, Leafs should also drop out of the playoffs because they need to beat Boston to yeah, do anything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't even want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's huge news for the Leafs because it's a relief for them. It's huge news for the Sabres. Huge, huge news for the Habs. Just going to say. Habs might freaking make it if the Bruins don't. Dude, they might. Here's the thing: what we could be seeing this year, we could be seeing a Leafs Montreal or a Leafs Buffalo first round series. Dude, right? How great would that be? Oh, I, my and God. I know with no offense to Buffalo, just for the historical aspect. Oh, I want Buffalo too. I anybody who want it can get it. No, I want the Leafs to win a cup, and I, I don't want, care who they play. But I want the Leafs to play Montreal. Yeah, it's pretty great. Because that first would just, time since '79. Like, would you not want to go to the Bell Center? And and see that? Oh yeah! Like we'd have to go stay at Berkshire's house, so we'll go sleep on his floor. But uh, you think he's gonna let us stay? <laughs> he's gonna remember he's a Habs fan, and oh, he's not yeah. gonna want us within several kilometers <laughs> or of the place. He'll let us stay, and then when we get to his house, he'll just leave the door locked. <laughs> Be like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you were coming this weekend. Like, oh. <laughs> no, but that whole thing about him not being a Habs fan. So you got gonna die pretty quickly. <laughs> it's, the room is just yeah. full of used diapers. 
It's just going to be disgusting. Hey, uh, besides the standings and playoff implications, if the Bruins fall out of the playoffs, I'll throw this idea out there again. Chara. He's on an expiring deal. The guy's going to retire. Is he on an expiring deal? Can you check that? I'm pretty sure he is. Didn't he sign a two-year extension? There's no way. I thought it was two years. Isn't he 40? Yeah, but, you know, Boston, they're crazy. David Backus deal. But he's he's still Zidane Chara. He is. Well, he's always going to have Zidane Chara's reach. He, man, that video of him climbing the the rope in the gym, that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Like, no, like, a person climbing a rope is not that amazing. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah. Especially because it's like a snake. He's, it's like he's, he's just so huge. long. He's huge. Nagini. <laughs> it's like a boa. He a is on a deal, by the way. Oh, he is? Okay. $5 million UFA at the end of the year. He's also injured. He's on he IR. He is also injured, yeah. yeah. So I don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, and he plays the right side, does he not? No, left. Uh, he can well, play he's right. can play the right side, can he not? I mean... Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no. Doesn't. Doesn't. Dude, the Bruins... The reason they were able to come back against the Leafs in 2013, that used to be a show-by-show occurrence. Now it's only sometimes that we bring it up. He wasn't at the point. He was in front of the net. Dude, put him wherever the frig you want. You want a net front presence? Uh, you know what would be kind of fun is is uh, on that s- that second unit, and you put him on you put him on with Nylander and with Janssen <laughs> and and uh, Gardner. That'd be great. It's just so funny to hear. Did you see? Uh, they're calling Ottawa's Ben Har- Sportsnet wrote the article Harper? on Ben mm-hmm. Harper on the next Zidane Ochara. He's like six seven, but I'm like. Guys, he's not. Woo, hold, pump the brakes. Hold up. Uh, Zidane Chara <laughs> was like a first overall pick, man. Yeah. Just maybe, maybe chill. They're like Ben Harper is up and was coming, he? Zidane. Uh, I don't think first he was. or second. Yeah, he was close up. Have a look at this. I'm... By the Islanders. When they were the Highlanders. Yeah. That's right. That's what I call them. I always. If say. the Isles had just left it alone, I think they would have had close Zidane to a Zidane Chara right was drafted in 1996, and he was drafted in the third round. Oh, okay. Sorry. By the New York Islanders. Well, he was traded for Yashin, so whatever. He was the. You know, we always go, you know what? You shouldn't just draft the big guy because he's big. <laughs> but that's very clearly what happened here. Yeah. And it worked. Well, there's no rule about you can't draft the freakishly big guy. It's just the big guy. <laughs> like Tyler Biggs was what, 6'4"? Jesse, he's big. you got to fight him now. Yeah, I, can't, I can't believe he's Freakishly big. Yeah. He's offensive to my people. Wow. <laughs> us, you freaks? us overly vertical mm. is how we like to be called. <laughs> and big-headed. Don't forget yes. big-headed. Well, that's all. Well, that's my yeah. people. Yeah, that's all that's, of our people. Oh, yeah. so you yes. can say it. That's my yes. community. It's like we're just, yeah, <laughs> we're all part of the it's community. It's my culture. We have the <laughs> most skull per capita of any podcast. I made Jesse sure. laugh today, I just want to say. Did, I, yeah. I, I, feel, I can go home feeling happy. I actually made him legitimately laugh. Do, right? It is really hard. Yeah. 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 You're like oh, an inch slip. taller. You're like, huh. <laughs> Chest goes up. Um, I did uh, good. You know, I, I, I don't think Boston falls out. I just think they're too experienced, and I think they're too good, and they still have Brad Marchand, and, and I mean, Tuka Rask has been injured. Yeah, he's been and out. And that's why Halak's you, been in. Even with uh, Bergeron and Chara, you think they're still going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. sort of their thing. They're just they're one, one of those teams. Those, yeah. There they're are just, some teams crumble, and other teams are cockroaches. And the Bruins are cockroaches. Yeah, L.A. was that team for very long. They and were. Eventually, they fall off. One hundred percent. And you know why? You know the difference between L.A. and Boston is that L.A. overcommitted to guys who. Um, it's interesting. Boston fired Shirelli when they made the playoffs. Mm. L.A. did. I think they fired Shirelli right when they needed to, 
and and we made fun of it at the time, but Mike Sweeney's come in and done a really great job. Don Shirelli. Don Sweeney, sorry. And Shirelli has been Shirelli. And Shirelli's been Shirelli. <laughs> and and they didn't, and, and no, with no offense to Dean Lombardi, he built two-time Stanley Cup champion, but when he... That that season afterwards, with the Mike Richards deal, with the Marion Gabrick extension, it came, came you're talking. Right? Oh well, but he also he overcommitted. Unavoidable mistakes. Yes, these are mistakes that get you fired. Yeah. Um, um, and and I mean, obviously, LA made the playoffs last year. I think had had uh, Rob Blake and Luke Robitaille done anything in the last eighteen months, if they moved anybody, tried anything at all, they might be making the playoffs this year. But because they didn't, this is what you get. Hitchcock is fully buying Shirelli another year, isn't he? Yes. Actually, you know what's he funny? fired Todd McClellan at the right time. Hitch to cock. <laughs> Hitch to cock pecked. Um, uh, I saw an article. This is this is the Ken Hitchcock effect in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. I saw an oh, article. Adam, sorry, can you please just inject it? <laughs> rather than inject mm. this article right into Steve's arm um, by Mark Spector. Oh, yeah! And he referenced... Mark. He referenced Corsi in reference yeah! to how great they've been under Ken Hitchcock because their Corsi's been through the roof, don't Love you know? It. Wait, that's it? Well, that's all oh, I was Oh, Adam, you tease. Spectre referenced Corsi at, in a positive light. I love it. Come on. I love it. Did he, was it in the in the context of, not that it's my thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. He was kind of like, okay, like grudging respect, which is a big change. It is a big change for the Oilers. Yeah, I don't even know if, if Ken Hitchcock knows what course he is or cares. Like he's no, like, he's a, he's a numbers guy. Is he a numbers guy? Okay, yeah. all right. I'm like he's, he just seems to, he's of that generation. It's like nah, I don't care. Gut feeling. He's a well. He's sixty six. So uh, I doubt yeah. you can tell him uh, much. But he's he's made himself open to for it. for a guy that's supposed to be super intimidating. He doesn't have the intimidating voice. Ken Hitchcock. You heard him talk. Like he's no. you know he's a little. Uh, so what is it? It's action. There's got to be yeah. It's got to be something. Action now. The Oilers are still a very average team. Who have won a bunch of games recently. Do you believe? There there should never be a scenario where the Oilers with Connor McDavid miss the playoffs. I don't care if they're a good team or not. Like They should be able to be mediocre and make it. Uh, in this division? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe believe, but I believe. Do you guys want to take mean? a look at the uh, numbers under Hitchcock? Okay. Take a look at under their McClellan. Very improved record. Yeah. Under McClellan, 9, 10, and 1. Under Hitchcock, 5, 2, pecked, and 1. <laughs> Goals per game under McClellan, 2.85. Under Hitchcock, just 2? Like average. Like, like oh, goals. That's oh. confusing. Well, I think. Goals that... <laughs> against it saying 3.3, and then under Hitchcock, Okay, it's well, it's probably because they got blown out one of their games. So on average, they're still being outscored. Is this graphic even right? Yeah, but they got blown out. That's probably why. Yeah. Look at the one, same one percentage. The same percentage. Whole thing. See, this the is a weird no, no. Sa- Don't say look at the save percentage. Tell us no, what no, the save no, percentage yeah, is. Sorry. So the save percentage <laughs> under McClellan was 891. <laughs> right. The save percentage under Hitchcock so far has been 917. Now, you might go wait for that to regress. Either it is regressing now or... That was the regression. Well, there's something to... Because one thing people say about Ken Hitchcock is he's sort of able to turn goalies into gold. Mm-hmm. Jake Allen, man. Brian Elliott. Wasn't Brian Elliott under him in St. Louis? Yes, he was. He got him both of them. He got himself a couple good contracts out of that with Calgary and with Philly. 
I'm just, I'm just also, saying. And they're hitting more. Well, I'm just gonna say I love yeah. the sports that included hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Twenty-eight point eight hits versus twenty-three. Get him. Uh, first line. Is Lucic on the first line? He yeah. better be. <laughs> Get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Uh, well, hey, listen. I think, I think, mm. saying it right now, December eighth. Oilers make the playoffs. <laughs> Sorry, a video started playing on my phone that for something I want to bring All up right. later. All right, Steve. I'm going to agree with that. You don't agree with that? I'm going to take the no. I'm going to take the nay. Nay. Although I do kind of feel like that, I'm going to take the nay just, just to be different. Just to be different. I do think they are going to make... I'm sitting on the fence on this one. I'm going to say no. The Oilers do not make the playoffs. Screw the Oilers. Oilers, man. They're only one point out, by the way. Yeah, no, they're totally making the playoffs. Well, let me... let me. I want to see the Western standings. Okay, so if the Oilers, who are one point out, so is Minnesota, in the first round, <gasps> wait, wait a tick, 38, oh, Nashville, Colorado, we need you to slow down, all right? We need you to slow down. I don't think Colorado's going to slow down. You know, oh, I don't think Nashville's going to slow down. It is not out of the question that we could have a first round matchup between the Oilers and Flames. Oh, wow. Yes, please. Yeah, that would be... All the hockey. Also, can we talk about how the Sharks are one point out of being out of the playoffs? What is going on? Maybe maybe the least expected... Is, is that the most disappointing season any team is having right now? Chicago, I mean... It's very disappointing, but no one expected them to be that good. The Kings sort of in the same boat, although they've been cataclysmic. The Blues are very confusing to me, but the Sharks were supposed to be the team. Mm -hmm. The team! Yeah, they're in the playoffs, so, so you I, say, I won't grill them too you hard. You say but. under no circumstances should the Oilers miss the playoffs with Connor McDavid. Under any circumstances, should the Sharks miss the playoff with Eric Carlson and Brent Burns? Brent Burns, that's ridiculous. Joel Pavelski, it's absurd. Logan Couture, don't even name the forwards. Don't name a single one. Like you have those Mark two guys Edward in your team. Vlasic. Yeah, you, dude, you have Timo those two Meyer. guys. Timo, Timo Meyer's having a great season. Oh yeah. Like, uh, man, I don't get it. I don't get it. Amish hurdle. Something is wrong in San Jose. There's Carlson does not resign there. I don't think so. There's no way. I mean, it's December. A lot can change, but th mm -hmm. there's just no way, right? We didn't mention Evander Kane. Evander, big addition. If I were them, I'd be calling. Uh, I would be if they could afford it. I don't know if they can, but I'd be calling LA about Kovalchuk. Just to see who's uh, on IR right now. Ah, IR. Yes. Mm. Mm. Hey, Ilya, you want to take three weeks off and make a lot of money? It's LA. It's a fun place. What a nightmare division. Um. Okay. So. Um, Except for Calgary, who wanna, is rocking it. They're not getting enough love for how well they're doing. No, because all we did was talk about the goaltending hiccup that they had at the beginning of the yeah. season, and then they've been kicking ass ever well, since. And Riddich has been incredible, and Mike Smith has played the best his best five-game stretch in a couple years. Except for the blowout earlier this week. Except for that. Yeah. Um, Eight, one, and one, by the way. Four in no, a row. They won no, that. they won that game, though. They won yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah, was on ice serving. Nine Man, to six. That is the type of game that makes John Tortorella, like, shortens his life. Because it's nine to six with John Tortorella. Like, all right. So we talked about his outfit, and you defended it vehemently. Well, because he did have a... He had a thing. But then he, now he's starting to wear fleeces, and I'm like, he, John Tortorella is losing his mind. Is he sick? No, man. I Why is he... He seems cold. He was wearing, like, odd layers. 
Now he's where maybe I'm confused. Maybe he's dreaming a lot about Bobrovsky and Panarin leaving next year, and maybe it's chilling him to the bone. I am confused about. There's so many. This is a weird. Is this a weird season? Yes. This is yes, a weird already season. a weird season. This There's was, a lot of strange things happening. Um, also, I want to mention um, Budweiser Sally season. So here's the deal. We're going to make the contest a little bit different because we've been doing the same thing for about a month and we think it'll be more fun. I was talking with Budweiser. Leading into Christmas. First name Bud. Chris Tumas. <laughs> Last name Weiser. Middle name George. That's right. Yeah. George. Uh, leading into Christmas, what we want to do is have you send us your favorite Sally, not one that you've created, just your team scores. You love that Sally. You rewind it on your PVR or on your streaming device. Your podcatcher. Podcatcher. <laughs> and, I, and you send it to us. Can I send in mine? Sure. To the Steve Dangle podcast. Yes, but you have to use what? Hashtag Sally season. That's right. S-Z-N. S-Z-N. What else do you have to do? I have to tag uh, at Adam Wilde, at Steve Dangle, and at Jesse Blake on Twitter. Now, Steve Dangle. at Budweiser Canada. Oh, Jesse knows. And by the way, I have seen a few people tag at Steve Dangle, which I have done from time to time. It is Steve underscore Dangle because it was made in 1998. Yes. When so. I was 10. I got in early. Got in real early. You know, I got, mad respect Twitter the, fad. I got mad respect for people that have an underscore before they get to their first letter. Underscore whatever your name is. I'm like, ooh. You're, you you're late to the party, aren't you? Uh, the they're Seattle, making you wait. The Seattle hockey team, their NHL Seattle underscore. Because somebody, <laughs> because somebody already because got somebody it, right? Because somebody squatted on NHL yeah. Seattle. See, that's smart, man. It's super they should smart. just be... Oh, okay. I got it. Jeff Merrick wants them to be the Seattle Sasquatch. Really? No one's... I mean, they got Metropolitan that they can't even use. They can't even use the Twitter uh, because someone squatted on it. Mm-hmm. Sasquat. I got one. The Seattle Sasquatch. I got one from Hey Peter Scott. He DM'd me. This is why it's good to have your DMs open. I can't get back to all the DMs I get. I get a ton of them. Um, but I no. I get more DMs. <laughs> I get sure. more DMs than I get ats, at replies. Like, I get, like, loaded with DMs. But this one's a good one. That sounds uh, like why you don't do that. Well, no. It's it's never, like, you were worried when I got Snapchat because you thought I would just get dick pics. And, uh, I did. You did. <laughs> I guess people don't Can't wait at- to make some new friends on Snap. <laughs> That's a penis. <laughs> Are we still talking about Budweiser Sally season? Uh, are we still no, no, no. We're moving on to Seattle. I so, never got to send in my Sally. Oh, okay. Well, basically, I mean, listen. Here's the deal. Uh, no, but I want to send in my Sally. You could. This I is have your, it up. This is your shot at some Budweiser swag, maybe, maybe possibly including a Budweiser red light. But let's let's talk about Seattle's name no, for I just don't a second. Get to in my, send in my Send it in. No, I want to play for you guys. Oh, okay, that, uh, oh I thought you were. <laughs> Wait, you're doing. All right, Jesse's going to do this, and then we'll get back to Seattle. Okay, Jesse, show us. I want to send in the uh, the Matthews OT snipe, and then his Sally. By the way, I, I, ah. wait, you're just submitting his celebration? That's what you're doing. Yeah, you what we're doing. The, yeah. That's the contest. Oh, I thought, but you're not reenacting it or anything? No. I don't know. I wasn't listening no. to him. See, good thing we what did this for? Yeah, see, I'm just going to say, Jesse, thank God you're the producer of this show. This is great. This is, this is the Sally I'm going to send in. Yeah. So great. you said, just send in the clip of your favorite Sally. Now, Got it. Um, I just retweeted a video <laughs> of a guy who was in the crowd that night, and, and the video is on very clearly a brand new iPhone, because my iPhone doesn't take videos like that, and he... You see Kapanen come in, and then you see Matthews come in and score, and it's like a clear shot at the net from probably five rows up. I need to see this. It is so unbelievable. Um, hang on, hang on. Don't don't let me forget about getting back to the um, 
to the Seattle thing because uh, hey, Peter Scott deserves a shout out for this amazingness. Give me one second and pull this up. Link to it. Yeah, we could link to it. We'll link to it in the video here. Yeah. Uh, but let's just let's get to Seattle. Well, just let me show you because I just want. I I think you seeing it will sell it to people. Okay. It's that good. So hang on. Here he is. Hold on. Ready? Ready? Yeah, this is definitely a new phone. This is better than my phone. Snipe! And the place goes wild, Adam, because it's just full of Leaf fans. You see? You see? Yeah, Adam, you that's, see that's, that's your name. Yeah. Wow, that's, uh, that's quite the phone you have there. Uh, Sir or madam? Hey, hey Peter, oh, Peter Scott, great pun alert. And, and it got my attention. I'm like, ah, oh, great pun alert. Well, I will read this DM. And he says, Seattle should name the team the Manatees. Since manatees are the cows of the ocean, the team would be the Seattle Sea Cattle. <laughs> How great is that? Peter Scott, Peter Scott, Peter He's Scott. He's my favorite dad. <laughs> well, and Way this, to go, Peter Scott. Uh, his bio says, Grandmas think I'm handsome, proud supporter of dad jokes. You nailed it. See? You got Peter's it. Peter's our people. Um, Adam, what did, what did you want to get to next? Well, I, I was hoping that we could talk about... Um, I, there's one last thing with the Leafs that I'd like to bring up. Okay, because I have an underrated hockey Twitter thing. Hit it. Do it. We got time. You hit it? Okay. And it's not, it's not even a Leafs thing. It's an NHL thing. All right. Well, there was NWHL news. So the Buffalo Buttes fired uh, Craig Muni and Rick Sealing from their coaching staff. Okay. So Rick Sealing, I guess, is... Also a play-by-play guy, either for the Providence Bruins or the Rochester Americans. I'm not sure which. Uh, Is just going to get bad? Oh, yeah. So, Jesse, uh, can you add audio? Like, yes. Just after, sure. even though we don't have the board? Okay. So, this is a tweet from Steelopus. Steelopus, I'm going to say on Twitter. This was the most awkward moment I've ever heard between a play-by-play guy and his color analyst, as Don Stevens didn't know yet that Rick Sealing had been relieved of his duties as coach of the Buffalo Buttes. Holy moly. And then Don just jumps right back into his play-by-play cadence. So basically... Here, play it. Okay. Just play it, and Jesse will insert it. Rick Sealy tonight got his priorities straightened around. He's here for this game instead of the uh, normal Friday night practice with the Buffalo Buttes. Craig Muni running the practice, I assume. You got a game tomorrow, right? Uh, The Buttes do. Uh, Craig and I were relieved of our duties an hour before game time tonight. No, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Wow, you told me to hang on to my chair. And they puck around oh. behind the head <laughs> on the back. Oh, no. <laughs> can, I just be, can I just be that honest? Sucks. That is not Don Stevens' fault. That is definitely Craig Sealing's fault. If you get, yeah, you should maybe mention that. Uh, if you are broadcasting, absolutely you mention that. Oh, here, there's another tweet. I should add, I have no doubt that Don Stevens must feel absolutely mortified well, that's not about fault. that exchange with Rick Sealing. Just brutally awkward. Yeah, Gosh. man. Not, look, yo, yo, just from somebody who broadcasts with teammates all the time, that's called hanging them out to dry. Do you not should. hang them out to dry unless it's hilarious. You know, if I got fired before we recorded today... You maybe would have mentioned that. I would have mentioned it. I would have let you know. Oh, oh. That's that's a well, rough one. One of the things I think people forget, and, and that's okay. I don't expect people to understand um, you know, a job that isn't theirs. Yeah. But if you have... Like a, me and hockey players. Right. <laughs> well... I mean, like it would be like me trying to to lecture somebody on on um, you know how to how to plumb a basement. Like I don't know how to do that. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, but one of the things that you have to do 
is is be open, very open about your life because if you're having a bad day, if Steve's having a bad day, if I'm having a bad day, Jesse's having a bad day, Jesse never has bad days. Uh, but when guys like us who are emotional uh, have bad days, we usually have to say, hey, listen, I'm having a bad day. Here's why. Let's not focus on it. Let's have some fun today. But just so you know, just in case we seem a little bit off, right? Yeah. And it's I have to be open. Yeah. Oh, me too. One time, Mrs. Dangle was like, what's wrong? And I sat there and thought about it and I was like, <laughs> The lady at the glasses store was rude. (laughs) 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 And I realized I was in a bad mood that day and all day because she wasn't even rude. She was just ever so slightly less than polite. Right. So if there's a major Uh, life thing that changes in your life, whether or not you are very close with your co-host or not, we happen to be very close, but not every not every show is not every show even likes each other. Um, You kind of have to you kind of have to tell people that. And I know that it's like an hour before game time tonight. He was relieved. That sucks. But still, man, give your guy the heads up. Just say, hey, maybe don't mention that. Yeah, that's sort of the thing. But anyway, it's best best to him. Hope he picks up another job uh, coaching elsewhere because he clearly loves it. And. You know, best to him. The uh, the oh really? That made me physically uncomfortable. Oh, when he said that. What? Yeah. You know what? Uh, I, you you know told what, me to hold on to my chair, that? and <laughs> it would have been great if Don had said, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> but what's he gonna say, right? Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna say about sorry about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What do you do? Like, do what you do you try say? to make a joke? I don't oh, know. so you got the night off then? Like, I don't, what do you say? You don't know. Oh, uh, it's. Uh... <laughs> So I guess we can go for a beer after the game. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, that's rough. That's yeah. really rough. Hey, so uh, your Friday opened up is what you're saying. Yeah. I am going to I'm gonna I'm gonna call hockey Twitter out a little bit here. Not because I don't love you guys. Oh, are you specifically you Ian Tullock? But Oh, um, that's not where I thought you were going. No, out. no, All well right. um specifically because Ian Tullock's smart and he actually picked up on the anxiety of this and then wrote an article about it that a bunch of people read. It's true. Which is actually the smart thing to do and that's how you play it. But when the expansion draft date, sorry, month was announced, I don't think the date's been announced yet, people are already talking about who the Leafs are going to lose. And Ian Tullock... And who every team is going to lose. Yeah, and Ian Tullock wrote an article about who the Leafs are likely to, to lose. And... We're three years out. Guys. I want you to remember that there are th- probably what are there three guys on this team that were that were here three years ago. Oh, if that Gardner Riley Cat like Kadri. actually on the roster Gardner Gardner Riley Kadri, I think if th- then maybe Sparks. <laughs> yeah, Sparks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, obviously Seeing the Leafs take on Bernier. I was like, oh, that was a dark. Time. The Leafs also at that time didn't have. Um, players worth hanging on to, quite honestly. No, but um, maybe with the exception of Phil Kessel. But the the point is. Um, don't worry about it, man. Uh, people are talking mm, like relax. people. I saw people getting into actual arguments about whether you'd keep Sandine or Lilligren. Listen, no disrespect what? to either of those players, but come on, they haven't played a minute in the NHL yet. Now listen, we I, don't even know if they're NHL players. I get my neck up a little bit when people go, "You shouldn't even talk about this. You shouldn't be interested in it." It is our job to talk about the minutia. Oh, I use the word and get excited about the most ridiculous parts of hockey. This one, I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. Too ridiculous. You can talk about whatever you want. Ridiculous. Ridiculous pecked. (laughs) You can talk about who should be a healthy scratch on your team's ECHL team. I don't give a shit. This is three years down the line. Can we start making plans for 2021? Like three of us? We should go out on Friday, February 16th. You know, I'm not going to commit to that because something might come up. No, 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 no. (laughs) I, th- I think 
think you know where you're going to be in 2021. I, I think if you ask Kyle Dubas, he'd be like, I don't know where we're going to be at in six months, man. No. I mean, I have an idea no. of where I'd like us to be. Who's going to be on the team? We have no idea. I saw a tweet last night that was basically, when you're 20, 15 people could show up to your house at any given moment. When you're 30, it takes two months to see one friend. <laughs> <laughs> two months of planning. It's true. It's true. It's Yeah, dude. 2021? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I have no June idea. June 2021 is what we're predicting. Right I'm gonna now. be I'm gonna be Leafs GM. <laughs> That's how much time that is. There's so, do you have any idea how much shit can happen? I'm gonna be Leafs GM. Watch you watch. You know and what? the Oilers are making the playoffs. You know what makes me happy is that uh, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what they're. You know all I care. You know what I want them to have at that point? Stanley Cup rings. Give me, give me at some least, rings. Plural. At least rings. Mm, at give least me some two. damn rings. Enough time. Don't care. Yeah. Until until that is an issue, it's not my. This is the the one thing. Like Lou Lamorello, one of the great Lou Lamorello isms that exist are if you have time, use it. And I have time. That anxiety is for the future. That is yeah. not now anxiety. That anxiety is, no, is for like a week out because we'll probably be in the playoffs and not talking about it. We're talking about the playoffs <laughs> exactly. and like it'll be two weeks after that and we'll worry about that then. And, and it's, it's going to be like it was last time. You're losing someone. Oh, no. So is everybody else. <laughs> everybody. Every last one of them. Although, remember when you were upset that we lost Brandon Leipzig? I'm yeah. still mad. <laughs> still mad. Well, they're, they're really, I mean, he had a lot of potential. I'm mad they lost Levo too. Well, that was the right thing to do. Relievo Pact. <laughs> have we talked about that trade? I don't think. Yeah, have yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, know we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. By the way, I don't know if anyone heard it. Great yeah. for him <laughs> playing with Besser and Patterson. Great to see him score right away because, of course. What a cushy job. That's a great mm-hmm. job. Come and you know on. what? Playing what a, with Pedersen? What a perfect guy for that job. He doesn't need to carry the puck. He doesn't. Like, that's not what that role is, and that's not what Josh Levo is. But, man, is he in the right place at the right time? Sure. Levo's, is he got a great shot? Yes. Levo doesn't play with the puck a ton. No, he's not a guy. He's not Puck that kind of guy. Doesn't stay on his stick for very long. He's either a banging guy or a snipe guy. Yeah, let Pedersen carry. Claps shit bombs. Claps <laughs> shit bombs like a man. <laughs> I don't even remember the goalie he scored on, but he clapped a shit bomb past him for his first as a Canuck. Look out, Seattle Sea Cattle! You got a shit bomb coming your way in four years. Four years is going to be Joshua shit bombs aplenty. <laughs> you bunch of chicken shits. I can't the believe. Good, folks. I still can't believe you said clap shit bombs. Like I and we didn't react. Like a man. I didn't even remember it. I don't even like that after people tweeted it at us. I was like, no, nah, I didn't say that. You did say that. I'm I'm the equivalent of someone like dressed and acting completely ridiculous in downtown Toronto, and all the locals just walk right by it. I like, a, I am that to you. I saw Spider-Man riding a uh, longboard this morning down Queen Street. Oh, is that Toronto Spider-Man? It's Toronto Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is the first time normal. you've thought about it since you saw it. Yeah, yeah. It like, it's just, just a regular, regular thing. thing. Well, yeah. because he hangs out at Young and Dundas on top of those electrical boxes and just kind of poses for yeah, people. Yeah, I, I have a selfie. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, okay. and I forgot about it. This is the first time I've thought about it in two months since it happened. Have a selfie with Spider-Man. It's just a thing that happens. You know where that doesn't happen? Bowmanville. Where I was earlier today. It's just Good point. It's a crazy city thing. Folks. And then you get you get completely like blind to it. You can you're like, oh yeah, oh there's a guy. Oh, there's Toronto Batman. And meanwhile with people. Bowmanville just got a Starbucks. Pandemonium. Line up out the door. Not kidding, line up out the door. 
Starbucks. For Starbucks in Bowmanville. The <laughs> event of the damn season. See, it is They don't have a zoo anymore, so they need something else to do. Starbucks. The Montana's next door. Oh, it's coming. Wait for that dinner rush. Oh, you know what's great? Is Everyone that in the town comes out. <laughs> Everyone in the town. For the opening of the Starbucks. The Starbucks. We tried to pre-order on the phone app. Oh, no. Said sold out. Oh, wow. And I was like, of coffee? Call them. They might be being robbed. Turns out the app was just broken. But can it was I, the event of the season. Can we just talk about the fact? Did you go? To the Starbucks in Bowmanville? For the opening? No, it wasn't the grand opening. Oh. It's just everyone. It just exists. <laughs> Sandra and Bill yeah. had to go. Shout out to whoever got that franchise, man. You are laughing. Oh, yeah. There is a Starbucks on every corner downtown, man. You are you are laughing for the Not rest of your Bowmanville. life. Corner of the market on Starbucks Did, in Bowmanville. Now, does that have a drive-through? Because some of them some of them have drive-throughs. There's no room. There's no the parking lot is. Garbage. It is an absolute gong show. Wow. That's why the lineup is out the door. Because you got to park. You got to. It's a slower pace, Adam. You got to sit and enjoy yourself yeah. and put away your phone. You got to actually talk to the person in front of you, you damn millennials. Also, no one under the age of 53. Can I also kind of throw something out there? It's so funny That's that in Bowmanville, they'll line up for a Starbucks. In Toronto, they'll line up for a one off restaurant, which you would find in Bowmanville. Wow. Like a one-off brunch mm. restaurant. Like, there was one you down the street from us. You should never line up for a single thing in Toronto. <laughs> no. There's yeah, just too many, there's too many things. The line isn't worth lining up for. Well, New York, the- <laughs> LA, any... You should never line up anywhere. Uh, Caprice, um, Caprice is a big restaurant person. So we live down the street from this place called Le Petit Déjeuner, which is the little butterfly. Oh, yeah. Which is a breakfast never, spot. Never been. Well... It was rated the best breakfast in the city. We're like, hey, we can walk there. So we walked there on a Saturday morning. Set up for failure. Anything that's the best anything. Uh, fart. Yeah. 10 a.m. Line about the door. We wait. And Caprice is not one of these people that enjoys being hungry. Like, I can handle it. In the morning. She becomes irritable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not lining up ever. I'm not lining up in the morning even less than that. And this is years ago when I didn't quite know how to handle it. Like, like if we're ever going to go line up for food now, I would be like, have a snack first. But back then, I wasn't smart enough to pick up on that. So, and she, she, you pre eating at your house? (laughs) That's what I would. So you, you lined up at Zoe Deschanel's. Deschanel, do, 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 yeah, exactly. I'll allow it. And, (laughs) and we went in and had cold waffles, and they were awful. And (laughs) so, Steve, you're right. That's a really long story, just to tell you that you're right. Don't line up for breakfast food, especially because it's the same everywhere. How do we get to this? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Bowmanville has a Starbucks, uh, everybody. Yes. <laughs> so we were talking about let's and not. And also a Fion McCool's. Let's <laughs> line up out the door. Finn McCool's. They have, let's, they have Finn McCool's. They, have, uh, they do now. Wow. There's a very clear, like, there's a plaza with a tag on it. Like, it's <laughs> brand new. I'm shocked. A Fion McCool's, a Montana's, and a Starbucks. And it's just pandemonium. So my point is, in bringing this up, don't get anxious now about who the Leafs will lose in the expansion draft. You have no idea. We have no idea. We can't lose a guy named Chuck Bowmanville. That'll be his name. And then he'll go on to have a Hall of Fame career. And we'll be like, imagine the Leafs would have won a cup if only they had managed to retain Chuck Bowmanville. Shout out to uh, Jake and Smallwood. 
Yeah, why? He was uh, third star of the week this week, oh, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's kicking, he's kicking the ass. Dub? Yeah. In the double nice yeah, He's He had he's, a bit of a slow start. You no, know, he's killing it, man. Nice. Yeah. Love it. But who knew the guy that we torched on our show when he was 14 <laughs> would go on to be a really, really good <laughs> hockey player? Holy, when you type in Jake and Smallwood in Google, the it comes up Steve, Steve Dangle. Dangle. Oh no. The best was <laughs> the video shit, of him. I had no idea. The great thing was is he handled it so well, eh? That's amazing. Like we had the video of him listening to it. Somebody took video of him listening to it for the first time and he just it starts was his laughing. Sister. He yeah, was laughing. His sister, yeah. yeah. That's the thing in ho- like okay, I have to be honest. It's either hockey's or uh, hockey's a small circle, right? Yeah. <laughs> because because every freaking time like uh, there's somebody who's either hurt like every time we talk about somebody, there's somebody that person either heard it or somebody told them about it. Mm. It's like a really... It's not a huge community. Oh, Dylan Larkin heard last show then. You think so? No. Well, I don't think it's that. I'm not no. really sure it was NHLers. No. But oh, uh, if but anybody wants to go back and listen to when Jake and Smallwind was on the show, it's the June 10th, 2016 episode called Name Game. That was just 10 days before I tweeted out that Freddie Anderson was a good pickup for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, Lakes, there you Which go. was, by the way, brought up on Twitter today. And I said, he's a good goalie for a respectable price. And it turns out I was right once. Remember, we're like, Jaken, what's your number? And he goes, 403, and we're like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> well, let's oh, run out the show! We meant your jersey number! And he oh. almost gave out his number wow. on the show. Because he was 14 guy. and didn't know. You know, I wonder if he'll even acknowledge this. Like, he makes, he's already on NHL 18. Can't you get him? Yeah. Um, he's, in the, he's in WHL, which yes. is in the game. Yeah. So you can get him already. All, first off, as a Steve Dangle podcast listener, it is your duty to draft him. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Second thing is, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, rem- I'm trying to think about like what are the chances he makes the show and remembers us or talks to us ever again. I've texted him a couple times. Oh, you got his number. He's he's responded. Yeah. Well, he almost gave it out on the show. What's his WHL team? Kootenanny uh, Ice. Oh, okay. there you go. Yeah, so, he got traded. So, so you're gonna text him? I think Kootenay's done with Jake and Smallwood. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jake. I didn't. I because he got a, traded. I made a mistake. Wow, he got traded. Got traded. Well, he was he was the youthful return for the oh. Wiley vet. I see. Where was he? Fifteen now. 16? The difference in between youthful return and Wiley vet is like eighteen months because of junior hockey. Sorry, what was it? Is he fifteen or sixteen now? Yeah, I think he might be seventeen. Adam, he's uh, oh one. 17? Oh my god, he's so young. He's a child. Uh, Jesus. That's crazy. Oh, one. I was great. Yeah. What's his what's his uh, seven? Seven. what's his draft year? Uh, I think it'd be next year. Yeah. Nice. Oh, 19. Oh, next year. Yeah. Yep. We're going to uh, lose him the expansion draft. It might be this year depending on the month he was born because Kotkaniemi was a 2000 and so was Fetchnikov. Yeah. And he's a 2001. It might be this year. Mm. It could be, yeah. If he has a man, all you gotta do in if you play major junior, especially OHL or WHL, if you have a really hot back half, you'll get drafted. Yeah, because honestly, it's it's funny. The recency bias is real. Yeah, mm. like it's it's well. It's, sometimes it's, it's legitimate though. Didn't wasn't Mac Hollowell like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. But what I mean by that is that it's like if you have a really great front half and a so-so back half, you fall. But if mm-hmm. you have a terrible front half and a and a great back half, you're cl- you climb like crazy, and it's like, well, the players still might be pretty good. They might have just had a bad stretch. You know who got drafted like that? Had a pretty mediocre start to his draft year and had a really strong finish. Josh Levo. Mm-hmm. I wrote about this when I called him the Leafs' best forward prospect, <laughs> which, when I wrote it, was the truth. <laughs> That's a good one. I called him the Leafs' second-ranked prospect one year. 
Ooh. Second ranked for uh, LeafsNation.com back when it was called that. Number one was Morgan Riley. Uh, Smallwood's uh, January 21, 2001. So I think that would mean it's this year. This year you're going to be drafted, I yeah. think. What's his uh, stat line this year? Stat line uh, in, uh, for the Kootenanny Ice. Kootenanny Ice. That's not how you say it. But uh, in 31 games, he's got two goals, six assists. I think points. it's just Kootenay. I don't oh. think it's Kootenanny. But... Yeah, but Kootenanny no, sounds it's, funny. It's, it's definitely Kootenay. It's Kootenay. Um, wow, so he must have had a really hot week then. Eight points, 31 games. All right. Yeah. Draft him. 12 pims. Tough boy. What a goon. <laughs> I love... It's still one of my favorite things that's happened on this show. Oh, yeah. Love the kid. Adam, what are you reading? I am just kind of looking at the Marley score. And I got... You see how the show Tonight's, crumbles uh... when, Adam, when Adam does what I do all the time? <laughs> Tonight's uh, Teddy Bear Toss. At the Leafs? Uh, at Marley's. The, uh, it's, a, it's a day game. Uh, I it's saw a, it's it. already happened. Yeah, it's already oh, happened. So it's already happened. They've, oh, already, yeah. thrown the, they've yes. already thrown the bear? <laughs> Deadspin, Deadspin, there was one last week, and Deadspin's like, here's a video of too many teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like it too was many damn teddy 34,700 yeah, thrown in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, because they're the Hershey Bears. Yep. So oh, right. yeah. yeah you gotta jump. If you don't win that as yeah. the Hershey Bears, yeah. come on. I got a relative um, who uh, they got one of those, like, eight foot tall teddy bears that they won at a carnival and they brought it to the London Knights teddy bear oh. toss one year and like other fans were like helping him just lug it over the thing. Uh, you'd have to like like uh, what are they you'd have to crowd surf that thing to the uh, to the oh, front oh yeah like, it's, well, it's bigger than a human being it's the most ridiculous thing ever it's brilliant um, Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves wow. you ran into the lion in the jungle oh yeah I forgot about that yeah. Which I got to say, Reeves, you could tell he was like just sort of joking because that was sort of funny. He was smirked well, after that. Uh, the problem uh, to some people with him was that he was bearing, he was being very aloof about the whole incident. Yeah, Jesse's brought it up and uh, I watched it a few more times before the show and we're going to see it again. Um, listen, okay. That's late as hell. So everyone's saying, what a clean hit. Interference is not clean, folks. It was an interference call, was it not? A a major. Yeah. It was a major. Not the game. Yeah. Now, now, here's the problem with, like, why did it have to be Wilson? Because I feel like so many of the things that get said when hits like this are laid that people say defending the hit that are usually rubbish, I feel like we're actually sort of a little bit true in this case. And I don't give a shit that it was Tom Wilson. I don't care. I don't have a vendetta against this guy. He's injured. Mm-hmm. He would have hit his head off the ice regardless. So the if he's missing time because of concussion, that's it probably would have happened anyway. Because his head hit the ice. It's the fact that, dude, his helmet's not friggin' buckled on. Mm-hmm. And he hits it. It's gruesome. It is friggin' brutal. He puts his hands to brace, but it's just not enough. He smashes his face on the ice. It's brutal. But it's interference. Mm-hmm. I think it's interference. It wasn't a headshot. And a few people pointed out. Ah, no, from that angle, I disagree. A few people said that Wilson was just going for a typical Tom Wilson sort of 
just glance off the guy's head or glance off his shoulder hit on what? William Carrier. He's not. He's just playing the puck. That's all I think happens. Reeves was targeting him. And he oh, there's no question. Lit him up, oh, lit him up like a question that Reeves was targeting him. Uh, yeah. and, if, and if anybody does argue that, you're wrong. I don't Congratulations, think... you're wrong. He definitely targeted him, and you could tell, and he's been targeting him all game. Because you know what? Yeah. Ryan Reeves is probably sick and tired of hearing about Tom Wilson. Well, for two guys who play each other twice a year. <laughs> they sure don't like each other, though. No, they do not. Uh, Sportsnet did a whole uh, blood feud video. Oh, Jesse's got the video on uh, slow-mo here. It... What is the difference, the fundamental difference between... Yeah, from that angle, it looks like Wilson tried to lay a hit, but it's that's wrong. Oof, that is such a big human being he's running into, too. And Wilson has no idea he's there. Keep your head up, as Don Cherry would say, which is actually true in this case. Steve, remember, we're on the air here. Yeah, my, my bad. Brutal. Oh, yeah. No, um, where was I going with that? What is the fundamental difference between this hit... And the last hit that we got pissed off at Tom Wilson for. What was it? It was Wilson on... Semi... 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 Brett Senny. Senny. On the Devils. Detroit. No, New Jersey. That one oh, was just straight up from behind. Yeah. I mean, it was... Here's the thing. Whereas this one was a little late. And that's interference. And that's what he got called for. And he got kicked out of the game. Yeah. Listen, I, I think, too, so a lot of people make it about, like, do you feel bad for Tom Wilson? People are like, no, I don't feel bad for Tom Wilson. I didn't like the Schadenfreude. Can I say? Well, can I say it made me uncomfortable? It made me uncomfortable how much people were relishing in Tom Wilson being. Yeah, because I don't want the guy to have a concussion. I just want him to stop being a lunatic on the ice against other players. But I don't want the same thing. You know, I know the whole "live by the sword, die by the sword" thing. That's great. It's a human being with a concussion, and I, I'm not. I'm just not straight up. I don't care. You can call me whatever the hell you want. I don't like it. And it was, I, I don't think that that Tom Wilson, listen, Tom Wilson will reap what he sows. There's no question about that. If you continue to act like Tom Wilson does, it's going to come back. That does not mean, as a fan, person who's not a fan of the way Tom Wilson has played in the past, that doesn't mean that it's a good thing. Yeah, I'll say this: it it was a this hit and the reaction to it was a reminder that we're all just animals, and, yeah. we, and we make sounds with our mouths. <laughs> that's basically it because there are a lot of people who clutch the, the pearls in so many hockey situations and they saw him get hit and they're like good and they didn't care what happened to him they didn't care what happened to him caps fans obviously were upset it's their player and i mean they're oh it's so dirty they're, they're used so to defending him they have to do it seen, every week you should have but, seen you should have seen the comments on uh, Russian machine never breaks. No, on I Facebook. should not it have. Was so good. I was like, okay, okay, all right. Did you see Ryan Reeves sign the memorabilia of? And he said he didn't. He now that he thought about it, it's insensitive. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. right? And that's you the guy. He's got a sense of, of humor guys. too. Yeah, yeah. So he understands what's going on there, right? His all his interviews with Scott Oker hilarious. Like it shouldn't be signed. Ryan Reeves signed photo. Oh, this is on Russian Machine. Yeah. Ryan Reeves signed photos for Las Vegas memorabilia company taunting Tom Wilson's injury. Now, it's an aggressive how, title. How many times? Yeah, well, first of all, it's an aggressive uh, title. How many I, times? I don't know that they're not necessarily an unbiased look at the no, look at the NHL. No, no. And, and I mean, I mean, come on. Whereas we're fair and balanced on the yeah. Leafs for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Now look, we've. I love Russian Machine Never Breaks. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. 
they feature my stuff sometimes. We've had Ian Olin on the show. Mm-hmm. So I happy his for family. him. So happy for the yeah. So happy for the blog when the Caps won. They sell free Willy shirts. Now that's a and little bit some different. Some people were pointing that out. Oh, wow, that's a little how? bit different. I'll tell you why that's Didn't different. They, okay, did they not release those shirts? Am I, I going to tell, the... tell you how it's different? Let me. Tell... Well, just answer the question. <laughs> did they? Did, weren't those shirts released after the Aston Reese hit? Uh, yes. Now, come now. It's not about, and I I think there's a distinction here. Okay, listen. You can criticize it, and I I could say I will listen to any criticisms on this, but both, it's both different be because. It's different. It is different. It's not a direct comparison because they are saying they don't like the length of the suspension. They're not relishing in the hurt of the player. Fair enough. Does that make sense? Fair enough. So I, right. I think that's the thing. It wasn't like it wasn't like yeah, Willie, eat Zach Aston Reeve, you crazy, yeah. you you crazy ha, killer ha. whale. Ha! This is like a BBC documentary, and he's eating him. You know what I mean? Like they weren't like they didn't have David Attenborough doing videos for them. You know that sort of thing. I'm just, I'd watch that. I would too. Uh, by the way, all the BBC uh, content on, on Netflix in Canada is the best. Who, oh, my God. Okay, you know how close the screen was to my face for that lion video versus the hyenas that they just released? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It makes it. Anyway, I think there is a bit of a there's a bit of a difference there. You can criticize one, you can criticize the other, but I don't think they're necessarily direct comparisons. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Ryan Reeves is challenging Tom Wilson because that's the style that they both play. And I think Ryan Reeves absolutely signed that on purpose and said, whatever, I'll apologize for it later because I'm taunting him. I'm trying to get in his head. I'm trying to piss him off. And Wilson saw it. You bet Wilson saw it. Well, like confirmed though that he saw it because he, uh, or no, what was it? It wasn't the photo. It was Pete Blackburn. He liked Pete. It was Pete Blackburn. He liked one of Pete Blackburn's posts. So he's seen it. Okay. Jesse, can you look up the next time Vegas is going to play Washington? That'll be a fun game. Have they played twice this season? Oh, I hope not. And the next one's in Washington. Ooh, Ryan Reeves is going to have to come to the 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 arena with security the danger details. zone. Yeah, that's what they'll call it. They're gonna this. It might be the first time in a long time. Well, maybe not the first time in a long time. We knew Matt Martin and Eric Goodbranson were going to go last year. Was that last year or the year before? I think it was the year before. Yeah, we knew they were going to go. I liked that. That was fun. But this, I, they're going. They're for sure going, right? Yeah. I don't think that's a great idea f- for Wilson. I think he's a big, tough player. Uh, I don't know how he does in a yeah. fight with Reeves. Also, just had a head injury. Also, guess what? Also, who's the more effective five-on-five player? Oh, Tom Wilson. Yeah. So Tom it's Wilson, a good, and I hate that contract, but Tom Wilson. It's a great trade for Vegas. They're not going. They've oh. already played twice. No! No more Vegas caps. They played on uh, October 10th. What's Reeves... Uh, is Reeves signed? Uh, his cap friendly? Yeah. His, also consider this. Now it's got more time. More time to just stew. Until next year. You know what would be fun? It's not going to cool down. This will never happen. But you know what would be really fun? What? Is if you got to... If a team throughout the season... He's signed through next year. Okay. If a team throughout the season got to pick one team they'd like another shot at as in 81 of the games are scheduled but you get to pick you get to pick just, 82 no, you just change it to you get you get to pick that you f- who to fight yeah <laughs> because is- 10 times out of 10 it's just going to be the team why they, can't we let the teams want to kick teams who teams who want to play each other Ooh, ooh. and then you if you're picked by another team you have to play their game too like come on 
That's pretty. That'd be pretty freaking righteous. This is one of the worst ideas. Yo, WWE, let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Come on. One blood feud game. It's man. I mean, there's hate in all sports. I, and I don't think hockey's lost it. I don't think any sport has lost it. It's Just because so there's not it. fighting in basketball doesn't mean there's no hate there. Well, and that—that's the thing. Kevin like, Durant is an angry man for no reason at all. He is chicken shit. Yeah. Wow. Chicken shit moves, and I love Kevin Durant, but man, get off Twitter. Stop bitching about your teammates. Stop, yeah. stop subtweeting them and Insta story subtweeting them or whatever it is. Didn't he like you are, you're the have, second best player in the league. Didn't he have a? Um, Come on. What was it a ghost account? What do you call it? Yeah, yeah. He had a burner. He had a, he had a burner account. He was caught. He was the first guy caught. <laughs> he wasn't even good about it. I don't like, know why I brought him up. I just. He just always seems so and upset. Every time I see a Kevin Durant thing, I like send it to you guys. I'm like, oh, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin. Yeah, this week it was. He you called. Want to fight me, Kevin Durant? <laughs> this week he called out the media for. He said, "There's never going to be unbiased opinions on LeBron because they all fawn over him." He's got to cut that shit out because yeah. that was a huge problem in um, in in OKC, wasn't it? And he wants to go to New York next year. We'll see. Have there fun, was, Kevin. <laughs> there was this big article about how the whole locker room just froze out all media. Where and with Golden State? No, in uh, when he was with Westbrook, still. Oh, really? that was OKC, oh, yeah. right? That doesn't yeah, surprise yeah. me. Yeah, it was yeah. OKC. Anyways, it's funny. It's funny too. Just you play know. basketball, man. You're really good at it. So yeah, right? you're really good. And yeah, like, sorry. chances are you're gonna win another championship this year. Like, you're amazing. Like, come on. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd love to see the Raptors win, but uh, he did score. Even though the Raptors beat them, they didn't have Steph Curry in the lineup, and Kevin Durant had 50 points. That's a pretty freaking no. good basketball team. No. <laughs> I'm Rap- just saying. Raptors won. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, so do we have to wait till next season to see we do. Reeves-Wilson 2.0? There's going to be nonsense. Yeah. There's going to be nonsense I just, for sure. I, I, um, I like rivalries like that. I sort of wish that it didn't have to involve a player getting injured. Is that right? I mean, I mean, you could you could call me like, oh, whatever. I hope you're a... But I'm like, you know, whatever. Now, th- there, there's... <laughs> There's a tr- the traditional hockey way of handling it is they just go, all right, let's get this over with. And they line up at the face-off dot, you know, they line up at center ice and they fight right at center ice. That, I think, is best case scenario here. Yeah. There's no, you might be going, well, I think best case scenario is nothing happens. Well, I don't think that's an option. <laughs> Something's no, going to happen. I, I want to see something. Mm. Yeah, but I like you're gonna get your wish. They're not gonna leave it alone because oh, they're no. not two guys who it, they don't, I don't take things it's, lying it's down. It's not in their nature to leave it alone. Yeah. So I think best case scenario, they fight at center ice. Worst case scenario, they try to light each other up all game like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it stupid to say that's how you get really hurt? No, I think that's fair. Like, and not knuckles to the brain because you don't. I mean, you do from... Yeah, I mean, knuckles to the brain. How about they're both bad? But I, I think yeah. it's... I don't know. The cleaner break, I suppose, uh, the cleaner option is they just fight at center ice. You know, they just grab each other. They go, let's do what we got to do. Belak versus Jansen. Uh, uh, Martin Goodbranson. Just get it over with. We gotta wait till next year. I love that you had to like mine to find them because it hasn't happened a lot. I hope they're both smart enough to not forget about it. Because if one forgets it, the other will not have, and they're gonna light them up. If my stats are wrong, the Blackhawks have lost fifteen in the last eighteen. I mean, if they're right, they've lost fifteen in the last eighteen. They had, and this is a Dmitry Filipovich paraphrase. 
But they had a lead this week for the first time in the last nine games. What? That's what his that was his reaction to. Lead for the right. first time in the last nine games. Oh, they haven't lost nine in a row. No. Sorry, it was a first period lead. I oh, think this was was the first period. Hold oh. on, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it was you might wanna, it's yeah, crazier yeah. than that. Check Great this. show prep there, Adam. <laughs> oh, well. Check this stat. They've lost six straight, so they had a lead because they've won. So, but yeah, two of last Wowzers. eight, they lost fifteen of sixteen. I think it is fifteen of eighteen. I did not think they were this bad. They are pretty bad. They're a bad team. And here's the thing: they're the only team in the league who hasn't hit double digits in wins. <laughs> oh my god the Leafs have 20 <laughs> the Blackhawks have 9 the Leafs have 20 and they're not first holy <sighs> and they're gonna get Jack Hughes and it's gonna be annoying <laughs> what I do find uh, there was actually a, uh, an article today that was saying that the Hawks should change should trade one of their star defensemen now and I think they were specifically meaning Duncan Keith because they're not gonna sell uh, they're not gonna sell on Brent Seabrook mm-hmm. um <sighs> You know what? I can't find the tweet. I don't know if you get um, a lot for either of them. Keith is like that's a oh my goodness, that's a risky deal, man. And um, okay, sure. With regards to the lockout in 2013 or 2012, I suppose only a few days of 2013 were lockout. The NHL was kind of right, like that whole eight-year limit on mm. contracts, and if you sign uh, someone from another team, it's a seven-year limit. They were right. How is Duncan Keith's contract, which was one of the best in the league for like at least half a decade, a burden now? That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's inc- And that's why they had to outlaw these things because guys were getting ridiculous deals. Tavares, dude, can you imagine Tavares going to free agency and they didn't have that rule in place? He got a 12-year deal. Easily. Easily. At least. Keith's deal expires when he's 40 years old. Honestly, though, he know? he's 35. If it gets you a cup, do you care? If it gets you three cups, do you care? Yeah, like, think about that. Like, sure. I mean, that's a guy that probably he might have lost a step, but also let's not pretend that the Blackhawks are not atrocious. I can't find the fucking tweet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's either Yost or Philipovich. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made bad? a screen grab of it and I can't fucking find it. I'm pissed. Um, the, it was the lady rude to you at the glasses store? <laughs> no, I had it on my goddamn computer and I forgot my computer at home. I'm really pissed. Anyway, because uh, it was such a good fucking tweet. <gasps> but um, anyway. Uh, Congrats, Dimitri, uh, for getting a job at ESPN there, yeah, by the way. ESPN Plus. When you retire, does your uh, contract come off the books? How does that no. work? So, no. No, you're, no, it does Well, if you're over 35, it doesn't. Mm. Uh, wasn't the best example Datsuk? Because da- uh, Datsuk right. made no actual dollar. Well, he's also different because he went to the KHL. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's if you sign it's plus 35, then you're not. Then it's still So like Marlowe, if Marlowe retires, doesn't matter. $6.25 million wow. on the Leafs next year. So he, you better hope to hell see, he doesn't retire. He signed it when he was 35. over 35. Maybe, maybe Keith did not. Yeah. So I think and Keith it might also, be different. The last couple years of his deal, he only makes like a million bucks in dollars, but the contract hit is five point. Yeah, throughout. yeah. It's such a it's well, such a gonna, sham of a contract. So basically, and I bring it up all the time. Ship it off like, to Arizona. Sure. Keith will stop playing and play for Arizona. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is that Duncan Keith and you know I may live to regret this in eighteen months when this take is thrown back in my face when he's no longer an NHL player. But if you pick up a guy like him, he is at least. A top four guy on most teams. That's an angry guy too. 
I mean, because I. So if you trade him, he's, he's gonna he's gonna have an axe to grind. Honestly, man, I don't hate Duncan Keith on any team at the trade deadline that's going to the playoffs. It's an investment, that's though, though. It is an investment. That's not... Like, I'm not that, saying the least. That's not I, a rental. Because I, I think the least want to retain Jake Gardner. I don't think that they would make a trade like that. But I can definitely see a team doing it. For sure. I, I like no it. And, and I don't think... It, as long as you're willing to eat that contract for a while, um, the the as you said, Steve, they're not getting much for him. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that's, for D1K. Not for D1K. Dick Pact. <laughs> Dick Pact. <laughs> D1 Pact. And the most important thing is that after signing the contract, there's two cups in there. Yep. One before it. They got their so. cups. Yeah. No, so, and listen, the Black, this isn't about the Blackhawks regretting it. Mm-hmm. They don't. Full stop. It's about the NHL having to save teams from themselves. Yeah. Because, like, it's about yeah. the money, right? You know what they ought to regret, though? Panarin for Saad ah. and Forsberg. And also Chalmerson too. And you know, it's it, I mean, like, they've lost so many games recently. They fired the coach. Every Blackhawks fan, and there were not a lot of you, but there were a few that said, no, no, Quinville needed to go. Do you, are you deleting your tweet now? The tweet that you sent to me? Are you? I mean, I think we know what the problem is. The team's not good. The team sucks. I mean, yes. there's no excuses now. Team sucks. Yes, but they've gotten worse since the firing is the problem. Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, Artemi, Artemi Panarin might be a guy that they sign, and people will be like, well, see, the trade's a win. We only lost it for two years. Trade's a win. I don't even think Artemi Panarin on your team gets this team to the playoffs. I just don't think they have it anymore. You're going to have to do more than that. I think he helps. I think it helps any team. Phil Kessel, another they guy. Some, they got some decent young pieces, and they're they're yeah. going to get more because they're so bad. And they've got some cap space this year. It's great. Kessel's being shopped. Right. And that was, I, I tweeted about that. Phil Kessel, who is in a 100-point pace this year, who makes six point, who makes less That's money. Absurd. Makes less money than William Nylander. <laughs> yeah. I mean, less money. Well, sorry, against the his cap. His cap hit. Yeah. Because yeah. the Leafs are paying $1.2 million forever and ever. Amen. Which I cannot believe. This is the kind of shit in the NHL that just drives me crazy. I can't believe that they think that moving that guy would ever make them better. Unless unless Rutherford's looking at this season like, it's a write-off, we're going to retool, then I can say, yeah, you know what, move Castle, that's the guy I move. And let me find the middle ground here, because people are probably thinking or screaming d- two totally different things right now at the speaker that this podcast is coming out of. One, Phil Castle is a pain in the ass. Two, he's worth it. Both things can be true. How many players get 90 points in a season? A dozen in a crazy offensive year. A dozen. In the entire, what, 700-person NHL? And and so people, you know, the top 100 lists always come out every year, and Phil Kessel's always in the 40s somewhere for some dumb reason. Um, There are 12 players in the NHL. 12 to 15 players who could potentially hit that. Not even that do. I mean, maybe 20. Maybe you give them 20. 20 players that can hit 90 points in a season that can. Maybe because injury they don't. Phil Kessel's a bit of an Iron Man in that way. Oh, my God. He yeah. also scores goals and gets more assists than he does goals, and he's known for his goal scoring. I have to tell you, I think that is the craziest thing that Pittsburgh is considering this, and I can't see how they get better. And, and again, Man. like I said, I think that's the thing. Jim Rutherford needs to be clear with what he wants. 
I know he's a guy that doesn't like sitting on the sidelines and, and, and you know, he's a big trader and we know that. We love the Jim Rutherford big trade move. That's cool. But decide what you are. You have Crosby, you have Malkin. If you are going to retool and get a bunch of young guys... Get a goalie. Get a goalie. For crying out loud. Hey, whoa. Ryan Miller? No, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. I think it'd be I, smart for Pittsburgh to take this year off. You think? You know what? I would, If I were them, I would retool this year. You, you, you find a taker for Kessel's deal. You get a pick in the top 10, most likely. Yeah. Oh, which is so unfair. A, a dumb, a dumb thought crossed my mind. But what if, what if, what if Pittsburgh got Bobrovsky and Panarin? <laughs> if they got rid of Kessel, Kessel, they could get Panarin. Yeah, I don't think they could get Bobrovsky too. No, no, they need more than that. Kessel is absurd. Value. And also, Matt Murray's just having a bad run. I mean, remember well, when we Casey talked... Well, Smith has been playing a bunch of games, and he's just not good enough, and the defense isn't very good either. Remember we were talking when Mike Johnston was fired? Before Mike Johnston was fired, we are like, oh, I don't know, Jim Rutherford has a job. They're uh, not in a playoff spot. Oh. Fires the coach, win the cup. Maybe... Like, man, like, I've on. had some cold takes, or hot takes. I've, I've had some bad takes. Among the worst. <laughs> Me too. We were calling for Jim Rutherford, Rutherford to be fired. But it was exactly... Just before back-to-back cups. <laughs> that's this time three years ago. Mm-hmm. In no, It was late November, early December going we made that. Going into January. Yeah. And that's why you don't make articles predicting who's going to get taken in the expansion draft. <laughs> or if you're Ian, you do, because you know it'll get cl- clicks. Yeah. But I did see a bunch of tweets. People were like, I'm not even going to hate click this. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of hate clicking. You this. can just see Ian laughing at his computer, eh? Like, yeah. nothing that I write really matters in this. Like, that's a fun article to write because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's nothing writing on it. Nothing yeah. it's. Hey, you were wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Imagine if he's right on a single one of them. Yeah. What are the sheer odds he's right outside on of, a single one of them? Outside of Marler, Marner, Matthew, Neil, Marner's. Blah, 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 Marner. Matthews, Nylander, Tavares on the Leafs. If he's right on all those four, that's sort of a gimme. But other than that, then he deserves the Stanley yeah. Cup himself. He deserves his name on the Cup. Yeah. If he's right on any one of the other players. It doesn't even matter if the Leafs win. You know what? It's going to be funny when we do a podcast. Like the Flyers win and they just put Dubas on it. Around that time, we do a podcast and we bring it up and see how right Ian was. And he probably like nails them all. Like, oh, God my damn God, it. yeah. God damn it, Ian. Probably the most prepared guest we've ever had. He brought his laptop with notes. Ah, yeah. I thought you'd ask that. And, brrr, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And I've never seen one person cram more information into one sentence. We have never had a guest like that. Yeah, it was great. Um, can I close out the Chicago Blackhawks by saying... They're bad. They're really fucking bad. They're going to oh, play on uh, January 1st in the Winter Classic oh. at Notre Dame Stadium oh. versus the Boston Bruins. Cool. I'm uh, glad I've heard lots and lots about that. Congratulations, they, Boston, on your two points. Congratulations. Oh, Adam. The Chicago has oh. played in Winter Classics in the se- 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014, and they have not won an outdoor game since 2014. Mm. That's also Stan Bowman's fault. So. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I That's like, not what? actually Stan Bowman's fault. Um, Drew Doughty is now upset with the Kings, the team he signed an extension with. In the offseason and negotiated himself, don't you know, and did not get any bonus protection. So if there is a lockout, Drew Doughty will not make as much money as he should. If Drew Doughty was smart, he would have got a whole bunch of bonuses like Tavares. He's but this is why he's getting exactly the money he should. He shouldn't have <laughs> negotiated it that way. 
Uh, that's funny. A- agents. Anyway, um, Drew Doughty says his team does not have enough compete. Now, f- for me, I see... Competitive players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, it's a... What are you competing... It's a bad team. Blood, from a, blood from a stone there, my friend. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, too. Is what I, Again, I love this about the Kings. I mean, they did make that deal with Pittsburgh. Uh, because they wanted to free up some cap space, which I believe gives them about three million next year in terms of like extra yep. cap relief if they Ish. don't resign Haglin. Uh, three seven five, I think. Um, and and that's great. That that's the kind of move you need to make. And they've hired Adam Oates, and I believe the contract ended on December first. I think they hired him for like six weeks or something like that. That was <laughs> oh, supposed yeah? to be. It was supposed to be a change in culture. They were going to change the way they played. When John Stevens got fired, they were going to stop playing defensively. Imagine saying to a bunch of old school hockey players. You know what? We play too much defense, and that's why we're not winning. I thought defense won everything. I thought defense... How are the Leafs going to win the Cup? They don't play enough defense. Well, you can play a lot of defense and not even make it to the uh, to the dance itself. Defense wins championships. And sometimes you play too much, and then you've got to hire Adam Oates to pass your way through this tough situation. Because he passed a lot. How many people... This is insane. The, the the Venn diagram of people who say defense wins championships and Alex Ovechkin is a one-dimensional player <laughs> is a circle. No, the, the you know what's great is it's the a circle. <laughs> you know the you, you know the line graph. It's like people that say defense wins championships versus age, <laughs> and you know it's high. high no, at the no, end. there's traitors out there. But there's few. some twenty-six-year-old who's like back in my day. What? Sorry not to call you out on the podcast, Jesse. The but. Kings are up uh, 4-1, by the way, on the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, good Whoa. for you! Okay there, Christian. I know. And I was wondering if anybody would get that reference. Here's the thing, man. You can't change the makeup of a hockey team when they're all defensive players. It's like... We're just not... It's Kopitar, Jeff Carter, and who? Not that good. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing good. They, listen, they got some good players, and they've been banged up a little bit, but... That's going to happen over the course of the season. The Kings uh, aren't good. And lastly, before we hit the press conference, the Carolina Hurricanes. Without uh, McElhinney. The Carolina Hurricanes missed out on William Nylander. And uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, I guess, didn't come to the table with a very good package from what we're told. They tried to rip the Leafs off on Nylander. At least we're like, well, no, we'd rather sign him. I was on the uh, Cheaters Never Win podcast, which is a Hurricanes podcast, and they were talking about what? Hold on. Why, why? So you're saying the Hurricanes didn't blow away the Leafs? Oh. oh. Well, hey, can you do me a favor <laughs> while we're thinking about this? Do, do me a favor to follow up the story. That was really great. You just made me think about something. Uh, F- go to the Carolina Hurricanes website, okay? Just go to the go to the website. There's something we need to t- we need to discuss this with the Carolina Hurricanes, okay? There's something we need to do. What other peewee bullshit thing have they done? So the Carolina Hurricanes. Let me just slick back my hair real quick. Missed out on William Nylander. Okay, it's not there, but I'll tell you in a second anyway. I just remembered it. William Nylander, they missed out on. So they are apparently in the market for a top six forward. Yeah, man, I, no, no, are you about to make fun of them, Adam? Don't make fun of them, for, no one's thought of that, alright? So I applaud them for taking a path that no one has considered. They're, they're Trading not, a forward that they will eventually need. Yeah. That season. 30-goal mm. scorer Jeff Skinner, who we gave away for nothing, who we said was bad for the team and needed to move on, that's the guy you need now. What if Buffalo makes the playoffs and you don't? Oh, 
that's bad. I mean, like, listen, it's not fair to Cliff Poo. Uh, not fair. But also, it's not care. It's not his fault that Carolina didn't get a first round pick for Jeff Skinner. That's what they should have got. It should have got Cliff from- Poo wouldn't have made that trade. I don't think Cliff Poo made that trade. No. And you got it like a second round pick in 2020. Good for you. And it'll probably be 60 overall, or like among the like like Prediction. late 50s. The, out of the four assets that the Hurricanes got, the sixth rounder gets the most points. Yo, don't insult our boy Cliff Poo like that. I didn't say. What if he could be? They could all be hockey hall of famers. The sixth rounder just True. gets the most points out of him. <laughs> he could be the Sabres ballot hall of fame or Sabres trade ballot. Hall How of about fame. the sixth rounder gets the most points? but is the only one to not make the Hall of Fame because defense wins championships. That's right. <laughs> how it works. Cliff Poo is going to win the Selkie five straight years, and then I'll be sorry. Also with the Hurricanes. Yeah. Do you know what their catchphrase this season is? Cliff Poo for Selkie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good catchphrase. I mean, not a bad one. Kadri for Selkie was once a thing. I think their catchphrase is McElhaney, hopefully. <laughs> Just McElhaney, comma, hopefully. See if this this hits you weird. Take warning. Yeah. Take warning. What? uh, Yeah. I've heard take notice. But take warning? warning. I've heard fair warning. Mm. I've heard it's a warning. Take warning. This is a warning. I heard from my mother a lot. Take warning is grammatically incorrect. Is it? You can't take a warning. It's not something you could physically pick up and take with you. Take warning. Take heed, you could. It's like taking a dump, though. You don't take anything. You leave that behind, but you you are, there's an action, but you can't, that's not, there's not even a, when you take a dump, you're taking your, there's an action. There's no action with warning. (laughs) No, you, you're, you're literally, you can't, what is, what would warning be? Warning is just, it's just a passing of information. Danger is coming. And so you're taking that information. And so you, you've taken the warning. Listen, Adam, I'm working with it. I'm trying to make it work. Come on. Take warning. Who takes warning? Should just be nobody in Raleigh takes warning. It should be. They should change it to Brian Burke's favorite team. Or Brian Burke's favorite team. Yeah. Why, does he hate the them? Carolina Hurricanes? Brian Burke's favorite team. He hates the storm surge. He hates uh, at the end of the game. I just don't think it belongs in our game. Who's our is game? That, is that your Burke? It's the best I could do. I'm sorry. One more time. I don't think it belongs in our game. I can't. I saw, listen. No one's hiring me for impressions. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, you're a regular Mel Blank. It was amazing. Uh, the Webster's Dictionary defines the act of warning as the state of being warned. What is it though? An, and you an, take an, ad, an adjective? Is I don't warned. know my 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 things. There's that an act, so it's an action. So it's a verb. Uh, it's a noun. Warning is a noun. What? Yeah. Or How it can is be, warning a noun? Or it can be an adjective. We are. I'm gonna go to go out on a limb and say we're the dumbest. Hockey podcast, for yeah. Sure. So it can be a noun or an adjective, but in this case, it would be an adjective. Sure, because it's describing something. I, I, you're not. But it is the not. Right <laughs> but when you take something, you have to take something that exists. Mm-hmm. Like no one says to you, "Take love, take, you take it, take love, take it." What if Steve is giving me love and you were telling me to? But take I'm not it asking it to, uh, to give. I'm asking you to take it. Yeah, take I'm, this love. I'm taking the love. Come over here you. and take this love. I'm taking his love from for me. Take warning. Take warning. Take warning of Steve's love that you're taking. Morning, Jesse's taking your love. Can I read you something? Oh. Elliot Friedman's tweet. 
says hockey night in Canada no, tonight begins in eight minutes on sports. Wow, we've been recording for a long time. Uh, begins in eight minutes on Sportsnet and CBC. We've got oh, this is fun. T O O O slash B O O N. Elliot, you're now you no, you're jumping the shark, Elliot. You're and, using too many letters there. And P I U H <laughs> slash O A W A followed by N I L E <laughs> Nile slash C A A Y. Now I think those games two are Toronto Boston. Boone. And Boone. Two Boone. Two Boone and Puahawa. <laughs> I think it's Pittsburgh, Ottawa. And Nile K. Nile K. I think it's Calgary? Nashville, Calgary? Yeah, it's Nashville, Calgary. Except for Nashville, is no, there's no I in. Oh, yeah, there's no I in Nashville. Ville. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is that an adjective, too? <sighs> Take warning. Take warning. Let's do the press conference. Presser S. You guys take your press conference the morning? Steve um, press conference. McCaster20 asks if you can watch ice surfing in the U.S. The answer is no. No, and uh, I've had... Uh, Adam, even more funny than... Have you considered getting equipment that works? Is Why hasn't Sportsnet considered... Making ice serving available in the States. Well, they don't own the rights. Oh, don't let something like that get in the way there, Jesse. Yeah. Don't let whether or not it's legal get whether in the you way. paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Pay money. Like, uh, I, I just think uh, they listen, should just do it. I uh-huh. hate geoblocking. <laughs> hate it. But it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You it's your decide. decision. Yeah. Have you considered it, Steve? Have you considered that you bought the rights to the NHL? I hadn't. I'm glad you brought it up. We'll make a change now. You're changing the game right now. That's what you did. Wow, you just didn't think about it, did you? No. I was such a fool. Now I've seen the error of my ways. (laughs) So don't worry. It'll be... Hey, I shouldn't mock anyone who tries to point something out like that or just be helpful. We offended someone last year. Okay. Carl Moss. Carl Moss? Carl Moss. Did he mention the light bulb he, again? Now, this is the problem. I'm locked out of my damn Reddit account again. Uh-huh. So people were... <laughs> so people are definitely reporting you on purpose. <laughs> oh, my God. So people were... Uh, people That's were, so funny. <laughs> I know. And someone tried to sabotage my EAS I love you. the other day. Is it, is it the world great? Report. 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 Yeah. report. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Steve. I'm going to ruin his life. Report. <laughs> report. Redo port. Redo port. Um, yeah, no, Carl Moss, uh, they were sending me the screen grabs. He was upset. I don't even On remember what he... YouTube channel? Yeah, I don't even remember what He's he tried to point out. He's the light bulb guy. Oh. Uh, he would be upset. Yeah. <laughs> Did he, he come back at us? <laughs> Carl, we were just having some fun. I, I redo pecked you. We made fun of Scott Wheeler and then had him on the show. Yeah. yeah. Come on. That was ride one, the wave. That's one guy. Yeah, the ride the wave. Fascinated. Ride the wave. And then you made fun of him again on the uh, uh, this week at the Sick Kids thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's, Scott's ride. riding the wave of tweets. Like, it was funny. He yeah. knows. Listen. And what's it, great is he got nothing out of that. We ridiculed him. <laughs> we ridiculed him for doubting Soshnikov. And then Sosh got waved several times. And we were like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. Ride the wave. <laughs> 
See, we gave him nothing. See, we, Scott is confident in the in the fact that he knows more. Yeah, like, no, I, yeah. I don't think Scott's worried about. And and also, Scott's a really good guy. The thing is, is that if you can't rib each other, if you can't give each other shit, which you know, I'm sorry, Carl, we gave you some shit, but you gave us shit too. This How is this is dare we tell Carl that we don't care about light bulbs. I mean, Carl. <laughs> to be fair, Jesse, nah. you and Carl should be best friends. <laughs> No, no. Excuse no. me. <laughs> Excuse me. I am not a sixty watt light bulb. And I, I take don't a care for light bulbs, so me and Carl have nothing in common. Therefore, we can't be best friends. But actually, wow. Jesse's Twitter today. Start and end with that. Um, by the way, you're wearing the shirt. We forgot to bring it up. Let's talk about it. Sick kids. You went and baked at the hospital with the Maple Leafs and sick yeah. kids. Um, tell us about it. You made a video. It's coming out. It's come out. It's out. Uh, yeah, it was, it was coming out today, wasn't it? No, it was uploaded last night. Last night. Uh, so we decided to, yeah, upload it last night. It was a week game night or light game night. And then we were going to promote the hell out of it all day, which I have. And I'm sorry for trashing your timeline. But By the I, way, if I anybody did. complains about that too, relax. Oh, uh, of course you went to the Toronto hospital. <laughs> no way. Did you get I'll, that tweet? Oh, dude, a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Really? Adam, right now you're thinking of things to say. There's nothing to say. No, no. Did you seriously get tweets of people criticizing you for going to Toronto Hospital? What, are you shocked? A little. No, you're not. Sick Kids is worldwide. Let's ignore this and talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. So I went to Sick Kids Hospital where the Leafs uh, played. Played. Sorry. Went to Sick Kids Hospital. Where the of Leafs... course the Leafs went to the Toronto Hospital. Yeah. Eastern bias. You imagine the Leafs showed up in... Adam. My love. <laughs> sorry. It just Relax. that's My friend... Carl, I'm sorry we even brought anything up. You are a good person. Carl's great. Carl's freaking great. Uh, can you finish? Sorry, yeah, finish story. your thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Lisa visited Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. The uh, and this is great. So I got invited uh, by Sick Kids to go to this event. So it was really cool. Uh, I got to talk to some people there. So the Leafs have been visiting Sick Kids since the '40s uh, for a very long time. Um, I got some people questioning like. Man, I hope the Leafs like just show up on their own free time and not when they're forced to by the team. First of all, it's not about getting forced. And second of all, they do. Uh, and what was cool, what was in the Reddit comments that I couldn't reply to, um, what, there was one story about uh, Matthews, who's it? it Matthews Ennis and someone else. They just showed up out of nowhere with a bunch of gear. Supposedly Matthews does it all the time. Sundin was very quiet about it when he was Leafs captain. Coberly, I, I can vouch for the fact that I saw Coberly do it. Saw Coberly When I do worked it. there. Um, it happens all the time. Yeah, uh, Sundin retired his banner there. So the Leafs have a long storied history with Sick Kids Hospital. Uh, they visited, got it. It was a really funny, it was a fun video. So it's a crazy media event. There's There were at least at least a dozen outlets there. Two for Sportsnet, obviously. It was me and Sean McKenzie. Um, and there was... So the room was sort of divided into three. Uh, one is there was a bigger room where there was like a TV and an Xbox and stuff like that. And that's where the Leafs mostly hung out with the kids and their families. Uh, then there was like a little area where sort of everyone was getting their autographs. And there was also a media scrum set up that I didn't even attempt to get in. It was way too busy. Nylander broke the news that he was going to be playing mm-hmm. against Detroit. He was going to make a season debut. He broke broke that news at Sick Kids Hospital. Yeah, I'm playing tonight. Yeah, I'm playing tonight. And then the uh, the the third uh, 
third of the room was a baking show with this clown named Soleil. And no one else really was paying attention to it or had their cameras on it. And I'm like, this is all I'm recording. And I'm like, just listening to like Dermot and Marner talk about farts and Fortnite and Freddie Goche talking about how he can bake and Justin Hall's dancing, doing the orange vengeance. And wow. it was great. That was, sounds amazing. It was a great. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a really fun video, but, uh, I was driving, driving, driving to uh, joinyourcrew.ca and it just links to the Sick Kids Foundation but basically you can get shirts and stuff like this or you can just donate. You can donate one time, you can donate monthly um, or you can just buy merch. You can buy shirts, hoodies. I got a toque upstairs. I know they have mugs. They have water thermoses. They got uh, bags. I know they got a lot more stuff. So here's the deal. Sick Kids Hospital has been part of Toronto for... Well, the least have been visiting since the 40s, so you get an idea. Yeah. It saved thousands of lives. Uh, my mom had open heart surgery there in 1967 when she was just four years old. My wife had kidney surgery when she was six months old there, there and uh, and does not ha- has one less kidney, but sur- is surviving. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just learned a thing. Um, yeah, my sister had some treatments there as well. So it's it's been a huge part of the city. They want to build another one. Now... You know how we've talked about building arenas and how it's expensive? Yeah, building a hospital is expensive. So I was told they need $1.3 billion, which sounds insurmountable. But the good news I got was they've raised over half of what they need. We're making a dent in this thing. So go to joinyourcrew.ca, sign up. You can sign up for the Blue and Whites if you're a Leafs fan. They also have like the Ballers and like a bunch of different crews if you want to explore those. I think they still have the Enforcers if you're not a Leafs fan and you still want to do the hockey thing or whatever, or you can just donate money, whatever. We're making a dent in this thing. We're trying to get a new Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. Let's do it. Joinyourcrew.ca. Love it. Can you say, let's go? Let's go! Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.